What up, gang? Welcome back to the episode. <laughs> what up, gang? We have Cousin Crypto, also known as Josh Bryant. Welcome to the episode, bro. How Thanks are you? for having me. Yeah. yeah. Good. Dude, uh, how do we get to know each other? Because Kyle, what, what so was the situation? So I'm not a big gym guy, but I did recently start going to the gym. And I saw him there. Proud member like, of the 24-hour like, family. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, that's fucking Cousin Crypto. So I go up to him. Start, we start chopping it up. I'm like, hey, you want to go golfing tonight? He's like, yeah, bro, for sure. So then anyway, since then, we've just kicked it. We've been... Drinking together, golfing together, fucking making videos. It's been good. So that's kind of how the uh, friendship has came to be. Yeah. And, you know, uh, normally, like, I'll have people come up to me and, like, say what's up. But I've never had someone, like, actually be like, yo, let's do something. And you said golf. And I was like, I enjoy my golf. So I was like, you know, let's give it a bash. Yeah, yeah, What would you think when you first met Kyle? Like, he's just, like, a fan coming up to you, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, he told me about the podcast and stuff. And I didn't recognize the name. But when he showed me stuff, like, I was like, oh, I've seen that on my For You page. Um, and I saw Kyle. First thing that stood out was uh, the shells around the neck or the uh, the pearls. Yo, dude, he wears this pearl necklace. Are you wearing it right now? Yeah, you are. It's an actual pearl necklace like like your mom would wear. It's a social experiment, man. Like, I just like to see, like, what people's, um, like, I like to see what people think about it. Girls really like it. Yeah. Girls really like it. It, it kind of puts me, like, it makes them think that, like, I'm in touch with, like, my feminine side. Yeah, they become friends with you and they ask you for, like, dating advice and stuff. Yeah, like, and then yeah. they, like change in front of me and shit and like <laughs> yeah you start getting to the like bathroom with them. Like, they ask me like who like how like my boyfriend's doing and stuff you yeah know, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of weird how i don't that, know why but yeah i don't really know like the reasoning behind that but yeah yeah it is interesting um yeah so that's happening and then what was the other thing i was gonna what chris have you seen his shirt it's pre- it's pretty electric shirt. it's a little out of pocket <laughs> how do you describe that shirt chris like that's that's pretty impressive because like it's like the Eiffel Tower but without the hands and it makes the H. And you know what's funny is like some people will like pick up on it and think it's absolutely hilarious and then it'll just completely go by some people like yeah, you, yeah. you don't even notice it because it looks like the Honda logo. So you know, ten bucks on Grail. I get a lot of people that ask me why I got it. Like I don't know. There's no yeah. store or anything. Anybody it's just a. Yeah, but Grail, <laughs> Grail's where it's at. How would you describe it to the Spotify and Apple listeners? What exactly is it? It's a. Um. So. I like to call it an Eiffel Tower, um, but it's like an Eiffel Tower in the shape of the Honda logo. So Right. And Eiffel Tower, for people who don't know, is like when you're getting railed while also... I didn't know this. We always say... Two, like, bro, let's run two an bros, Tower. one chick. Yeah. and it's, I mean, I mean, it don't got to be that. I mean, it could be other stuff. All guys... It could be like it is just like how shit is. I mean, if you swing like that, it could be. Well, why don't you get that? Why don't you get that shirt? I grailed, dude. Why don't you get the dude version where it's just three dudes making the Honda logo? Uh, they don't make those ones. They don't make those ones, <laughs> dude. We should buy that for Chris. That'd be fucking <laughs> funny. That's probably more of a social experiment. It's like, do people have a more negative reaction to three dudes Eiffel Towering on a shirt, or like two guys and one chick? Oh, right? I learned that. That does like I learned a new uh, term recently. People have been talking about what queer baiting. Ah, queer, queer baiting. baiting. You know queer baiting what is, is this? Um, no. How would you explain queer baiting? Uh, so apparently it's if you're a straight uh, dude or gal and you're pretending to be queer and it's kind of like fucking up. So in the perspective of a queer person, you're like, you're fucking with my emotions because I yeah. don't know if you're... Like Billie me. Eilish made a video with a ton of girls and I'm like, these are my best friends and they're like super like touchy, right? And there were people were saying like, oh, she's she's gay. But then she's not gay because she said you isn't gay. So that's queer baiting to get people to pay attention because she's not actually gay. Yeah. I think that I've uh, queer baited before. <laughs> wow. How have you queer baited before? Well, I've taken, you know, I've been offered, I've just been at a bar before um, and a dude started talking to me and like, I'm a very active person um, socially. So, you know, I started talking to him and yeah. I thought, you know, we were just homies, whatever. And then uh, he started buying me drinks and uh, it got down the line. <laughs> 
Uh, I was in he, his bed and I realized something was off. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, he like, uh, you know, I started picking up, you know, and he started like, you know, reached the hands a little bit. And, you know, I picked up that he was batting for the other team. Um, and yeah, you know, so I just, I did end up taking a few drinks, but uh, <laughs> I didn't know. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's kind of different. It's not queer baiting because he was giving you free drinks in hopes that you'd give him sex, but you, he yes. just didn't know you, you don't swing that way. He didn't I, I don't think that's he queer baiting. Know. I don't think that's queer baiting. Yeah. Unless you were yeah. acting a little gay to get more free trade. Then, then that's queer baiting, right? Baiting. That's what it makes I it think that that is a perfect definition of what queer baiting is. He's like, I'll get you more drinks, and then you just, you know, show off a little bit more, do that stuff. That's wrong. That's where it crosses the line. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, so remember when I said you were going back to my hotel? Yeah, I'm dipping. Thanks for the drinks, though. Uh, yeah, no. Free drinks is free drinks. So, yeah. so, so you were in college. We're all the same age. Um, and so you were in college, but then you dropped out because of kind of like, I mean, people would think that you dropped out because of like being an influencer, but I would say you more dropped out just because like of the financial place that you're in. Yeah. So, you know, that was my number one thing. Uh, college has never really been my thing. Um, and I knew that going into it, but at the same time, you know, you, I didn't have a backup plan. Um, and you know, having a degree is not the worst idea and, you know, I didn't want to work a nine to five. So, you know, I stuck with college as long as I could. Um, and then, you know, crypto was something that I've been involved in since the end of, you know, 2016. Um, and it was looking shaky for a little while. Um, so, you know, I couldn't pull the plug there. Um, and then kind of all at once. So, you know, I came back for quarantine, you know, COVID hit and everything. Um, and I came back home and I realized, you know, this college really is not working for me, like at all, was not having it. Um, yeah. it was Where'd you go again real quick? Arizona State. Okay. Um, okay. So, like, you know, like socially, I met a lot of people, had a great time, but, you know, just like, I couldn't, you know, the lectures and stuff, it wasn't good. I wasn't learning anything um, and I wanted to make money. So, you know, with crypto, it started getting really deep in there um, again because we went through a bear market for years. And for those who don't know, a bear market's just where it shits the bed. Um, it just tanks for years on end. Um, but, you know, it runs in cycles. So it goes down, comes up um, and, you know, crypto really started coming back. And at the same time, um, I hopped on TikTok and I was like, you know, let's fucking, I lost a bunch of weight over quarantine. Um, and I was honest how, you know, I'd lost it because a lot of people cap, um, you know, Bryce Hall for a while. Uh, <laughs> you know, he took some Psalms and denied it, but uh, I was straight up with it. So, you know, I did that. <laughs> and uh, I pretty much, you know, I just, uh, I gave my information. I just gave meals and shit. And uh, I never really expected it to blow up in the way that it did. Um, I guess, I don't know, just like, you know, carrying a different accent or something, um, you know, that, that really gets them going. Um, yeah, does it? <laughs> yeah, I, I bet, I, bro. I guess. Um, yeah, it, so. Accents are like the key to a lot of people's hearts. Like, yeah, dude, it's really weird. And like, it's an instant conversation starter every it time. Is. Remember like, when Giddy time. used to come over and he was British and like girls just go up to him. The first thing always, tell me if you get this too, is I love your accent. You know, it's like, where's it from? Right Every away. single time. I love and your you, accent. Where'd you get it? <laughs> Where'd you get it? <laughs> I mean, and usually I get, uh, oh, you British or Australian? Because, you know, there's very few people that, you know, get South African first time. Yeah. But you knew it, um, yeah. which is we, impressive. Yeah. Yeah. He, he used yeah. to date uh, Yeah, ex-girlfriend. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, it, once you hear it enough, like, it's very easy to understand. Um, mm -hmm. But I can totally understand how people... Because also, there's not that many South Africans that people meet. In there's life. not, you know, especially we kind of scattered all <laughs> over the world. Um, but with us being already a smaller population, New Zealand, a lot of people there, Australia, um, even in Europe, UK, um, a lot of us there. And then America, you know, it's just such a fucking big country. So, yeah, yeah a couple scattered here and there. But you said ASU. Where were yeah. you before? Did you grow up in South Africa? What so I was actually born in Zimbabwe, which is uh, it's a little further up on the map. Uh, I lived there till I was about 18 months. Um, oh. And then we moved to South Africa, um, lived in Johannesburg for a bit, then Durban. Um, I ended up spending three and a half years in the fucking Middle East, uh, rocked it in Dubai a little bit. It was really? a cool place, dope experience. Um, ended up heading back to South Africa for a few more years. 
and then uh, finally came to uh, California, went to uh, Calabasas High School. That was that's a nice high school. That was, that yeah. was something. Yeah. That's else. something. We got stories and stories to go through today. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. There's a big. So yeah. What actually? I'm actually genuinely curious. What is Calabasas Calabasas High School like? Because we come like our area is like pretty. It's like a pretty like wealthy area. Like it's Microsoft. You know, everyone's doing pretty well for yeah. themselves. Where we and grew it's, up, it's just really expensive because like we're from like Redmond Bellevue area in mm-hmm. Washington. But it's not like a flexed area. Like people don't like flex there. You know, everyone just drives like nice cars, new cars. But mm-hmm. it's not like I'm from Redmond, right? Yeah. Like maybe if you said like Medina, where Bill Gates lives, but that it's Calabasas is international. The Kardashians live there. Yeah. yeah. So because like I don't know, Redmond's just like not very materialistic. Yeah, I mean, so you know, it was. I mean, especially coming from South Africa, I, it was a huge culture shock. I mm-hmm. think that was the biggest thing. Um, even for like, you know, like a, I didn't, the first six months here, I really didn't enjoy it. Um, I just, it was so different to what I was used to, but, um, a lot of money, those kids are, um, there's something else. I have some good friends that I made. Um, a lot of them are not from the area. You know, what I found is a lot of the people from the area just are kind of inside this bubble. Um, and when they go into the real world, which, you know, they're going to have to soon, um, they're going to get fucked up 100%. Cause it's just, you do, you live in this little secluded bubble. Um, the average car is, you know, like a fucking Beamer, which is just, you yeah, know, first yeah, yeah. car, like where I come from, you know, <laughs> it's not your first car. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something you earn, but you know, so that was like the standard car. Um, and the one thing that I just could not shake at all was, uh, these kids, you know, first day of school, just like, t- like started talking shit to the teachers. And I was like, what? Talking, like, how? like just would talk back. So like where I came from, it was, you greet anyone older than you in the school that walks past you, morning ma'am, morning sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. You raise your hand if you want to speak. You end every sentence with sir. Really? In South Africa, it's way yeah, more so like- It's way yeah. more, it's way more proper. There's a lot, the manners are, you know, they're up there. Um, and these kids would just like talk back to the teachers. And for weeks, I came home the first day to my parents. And I was like, you actually won't even understand what's going on. Cause you know, back in, back in the day. And when I say back in the day, maybe like 20 years ago, like you'd still get, you get beat in South Africa. If you didn't, you didn't respond the way that the teachers liked, um, or you failed the test, you get beat, you know, no detentions. Uh, Obviously they got rid of that, you know, but you know, with a cane. So you had manners there. You had to have your socks a certain way, um, uniform, if you were missing a button. And then, you know, I came here and kind of just like free balled it. It was like, (laughs) you know, no uniform, just like say whatever you want. Like, were people saying like, shut up bitch back to the No, 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 not like that. So to me, it was just like talking shit. Like when I say talking shit, just like would talk back, would like argue and stuff. And you don't do that in South Africa. Like it's, 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 so it was just like, it was something like the level of respect was not there. Which in South Africa, you know, your elders, especially your teachers, you treat them with respect. And uh, that's, you know, it was just crazy to me. No manners, no please, no thank you. And it's just something that that was the biggest culture shock for me. You know, it was just insane. But, you know, overall, I had a great experience. You know, it gave me a good four years. You know, like I say, moving here as a kid with accent, you know, wasn't too hard. Um, Okay, bring it back earlier to like Zimbabwe. Because we... Like, how'd you grow up in Zimbabwe? Did you guys grow up, like, super wealthy in Zimbabwe? So, like, isolated community? What's that like? Yeah, so, no, we actually, uh, we didn't really grow up wealthy. Um, neither of my parents went to college. They were both born and raised there. Um, and my dad was actually a professional cricket player, you know, for those that don't know, because it's not big in the U.S. Uh, it's a sport. Um, and, yeah, so he played for the Zimbabwe team. Um, and he did that. You know, they used to be they used to be raw back in the day. Um, you know, it's kind of the country's gone to shit a little bit, and, you know, so is the sports teams. But, yeah, so ended up growing up there. Um, we just did 18 months there and my parents never went to school never they just started working right out of uh so my mom was working when she was 18 uh my dad the second he stopped cricket because you know same thing as me kind of decided he wanted the bread rather than you know to have fun yeah yeah. um and he started they started their own company um they've been doing dull computers and shit um and then that's why we ended up moving to dubai you know more central location in the world 
Uh, it's a little bit easier for distribution. Um, and then, yeah, you know, Zimbabwe started deteriorating. You know, we had a dictator at the time, Robert Mugabe. Uh, he was there for like 40-something years. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, and then, you know, South Africa is kind of like the last standing country in Africa left, um, so to speak. And so we head over there. Um, and then, yeah, just ended up living there. Uh, decided that that started going down the same path as Zimbabwe. And mm-hmm. uh, that's how we ended up in the U.S. So, it, so it's really interesting. A lot of people that are successful from, like, South Africa, it's all strictly based off, com- like, computer success. Which is, I was, like, watching this video on it and people I know from South Africa. Elon. They've, they've all gotten into computers technology. And that is the way kind of out. Um, into like a more you know a more successful future for you for your family like for whatever I think that's really interesting that like you know because Africa as a whole is uh, you know more technolo- technologically behind than you know like the anyway. US is yeah so it's really interesting that like that is kind of you can kind of see um, how that it, it's works. like India right so many people yeah. from where we live grew- came over from India to work at Microsoft but they're not traditionally the most like resource uh, rich area but they still come out killing it in computers and get rich it was weird it was like interesting for me because i came there like six years like six years from now six years ago sorry (laughs) yeah and like it was crazy because like when i first moved there and i moved in the downtown area there wasn't too many like complex and stuff but now it's just filled with a bunch of like people from different places a bunch of foreign people that are working for microsoft or amazon and now like yeah yeah. six years later imagine like like i lived in where like we're all from for like 20 years and like my entire house was it's all horse pastures around me when I and now it's there's not a single fucking horse on Education Hill. It's nuts. Like mm-hmm. it's just crazy how shit like how shit can go up. But yeah, I mean, so have you been back South Africa since you've? Moved I've here? not been back since. Um, so you know, just with we kind of wanted to get settled because, like I say, you know, moving here was a huge culture shock. You know, I didn't really enjoy it for the first few months, uh, like first like six <laughs> months, and um, and then you know I found my niche, my homies that I was you know cool with, um, and they showed me a good time. But yeah, so we didn't pretty much go back because kind of wanted to settle in um and then you know when it was time to go back you know COVID kind of hit and everything so you know we were hoping for the summer uh, i wanted to go back home visit um i've also been waiting for my passport forever and you know with south africa being behind and everything it's not like the u.s where you can just apply um you know i submitted that like six months ago so i can't really travel or do anything until i get that Fuck. okay um so yeah no i haven't been back since you know the plan is soon hopefully you know, I need to go visit the motherfuckers over yeah. there. I don't know school anymore or anything. So, wait, tell me the story. What was the, uh, like, when you got to Calabasas High School, you came in, you weren't doing crypto yet. You saw, no. you lived around all these kids that were, whose parents were rich, rich, like, paid. Both rich. Like, we're talking, like, hundreds of millions. Like, hedge functions. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. fucking. <sighs> Crazy. And producers, network executives. So, you come in, and then, is this, like, is this the story, basically, like, you come in, you're not extremely wealthy on your own, and then you just start doing crypto and start, you know, like, alongside all these kids that are super wealthy through their family, you build your own shit through crypto. Yeah, well, you know, that was the whole thing is, um, and again, my parents, you know, they were well off, but again, we were nothing, like, you know, compared to uh, a lot of the kids in the area. Um, but yeah, you know, South Africa, like I was saying, you know, and you were saying, not a lot of people make it out. Um, so that kind of forces you to think outside the box, you know, you need to make a plan, you need to make something happen. Um, so, you know, when I started seeing crypto and stuff, um, and I pretty much, you don't need to, you know, people hear crypto and they get scared, you know, all these big fancy words. Like, I'm not a computer guy. I'm not a numbers guy. You just need to grasp the concept, you know, that it's decentralized. 
Um, it's not one central power. And, you know, once you, gr- you grasp that concept, um, you really get a vision of how far it's going to go. So, you know, I just I picked up on that. Um, I started grinding doing that. And then, you know, one summer when all my friends were partying 4th of July, um, I spent the summer in Florida with uh, my dog, Charlie Shrem. And, like, he set up the first ever exchange. Um, he's one of the OGs. And I ended up, yeah, just meeting him at a conference. And he offered me an internship. Um, and I just moved to Florida. Um, I was, like, 17. Um, I just kicked it there for about a month, month and so, um, and just worked with him. And, yeah, you know, ever since then, it's kind of it's kind of really kicked off. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was hard because a lot of people, they see these these people that have, like, made it in crypto, and they're like, oh, well, it's just easy. You know, you just buy it and it goes up. And the amount of, you know, the amount of downfall that you deal with, too, like, there's a lot of people that end up, you know, jumping and because, you know, they lose too much leverage. And it's a whole other side to the world that, like, a lot of people don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, you know, it's pretty hectic, but it's been good overall. Um and how, it's I love that shit. How much did you like start with when you first started with crypto? So I started with like around 10k. Um yeah. and it was just money that, you know, my parents always made me save money. You know, you'd have like birthday parties and stuff as a kid, people would bring you money. Um and then, you know, just from like Christmas and shit. So like I just saved up all my money. I never really bought anything ever. Um and then I just chucked that all in there and then pretty much started from there. You know, Solana was a project. Um the Charlie Shrimp put me on. Uh, we were there and they were all talking about it. It released, bought that, and that was one of like my first, like my earliest big gains. Um, and yeah, you know, just there's there's a lot of money to be made. Um, you just can't be too greedy is the number one thing. You got to wait for the right time because yeah, it's like yeah, you know, yeah. 99% of people will end up losing. So it's interesting in the like in the regular stock market, you kind of invest to then be fine, like when you're like 55 or 65, right? Yeah. But like and and you know, say say you're investing and you have $2 million at the end of, you know, like when you're 65. But now kids are kind of uh, hitting million dollars, like the million dollar mark when they're like 18 years old, 19 years old. But it's so crazy to like look at because you like see pretty much gains always in the stock market, um, you know, over time. But yeah. like in crypto, like you could be up two million dollars one day, then you can be down to like five hundred k the next day. How does how do you like deal with that emotionally? Well, you know, that's what I was saying. You know, it's not that easy, um, and it's hard. You know, um, but like I was saying, you know, if you just look at the bigger picture, no one has ever held Bitcoin for four years or longer and lost money ever. In yeah. history so it always like i was saying earlier you know it does cycles it goes down it comes up um, but it is definitely volatile um, and like i say you know getting in earlier makes it a lot easier because you know i've been in profit for a while now so you know if it does come back and it drops a little bit i can handle it you know it's still going to be way above what i started with but like you have a lot of these newbies um that have just got in you know with this whole TikTok phase and everything um, and those are the guys that are down bad you know they're down horrendous and what i was going to say with also you know like the millionaires and stuff um that's kind of been blown out of proportion because right. you had these meme coins that were going crazy right and you were fucking like 100x you were 100x in your money whatever on like safe moon this and that but no one okay because because it came so easy to them you know they had when it's meme coins it, we're talking gambles 100 percent. doge is a little different um it's been around you know a while it's not the same as all these other ones but you have you know they'll watch their account go to a million dollars they won't sell and you know obviously we had the top um a few months ago it's now down 75 percent so you have people who were millionaires on our hundred thousand is so it's like it's been that you know there was one guy uh the dogecoin millionaire there's a reason there was only one story you know done on that one person he was actually like the only fool that really like came out like so you know so on top yeah, yeah. or at least like publicly you know the rest of the people are all kind of in the back works yeah there's not as many as people think but everyone's chasing in Everyone chasing it only makes a couple people really rich. Those yeah. are the ones benefiting. And then, I mean, there's some of like, you know, the big guys, the OGs, 
they you know crypto a lot of the people that do crypto are introverted you know they don't like the social scene um and so they'd stay completely anonymous you know they some of the richest people in the world are crypto people that trade crypto invest in crypto and uh, no one will ever know because yeah, uh, you yeah. know they stay anonymous dude but when i talk to like my adult friends who are really into crypto like in their 30s they never know the guests that we have on our podcast but they all know you which is interesting really? you have such a different really demographic than everybody else like my friend simon simon lee shout out like he's i think in his early 30s or late late 20s and he was like dude you uh, how are you friends with josh dude, how are you friends with cousin crypto and they're like freaking out about that but they've never freaked out about having charlie jordan on having bryce on yep. it's not about that like so what's your status status in the crypto world so the thing is you know the crypto world um i pretty much again you know i just started on tiktok just throwing up fitness stuff and uh, one of those videos got thrown up on twitter where i was talking about crypto because someone said yo where are you getting your money and i was like we eating good and mm -hmm. uh you know so <laughs> I, I threw up a video about it and uh you know, normally videos that get posted on Twitter because you know, you know, Twitter toxic place. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's a bit of an older crowd too. Like you say, it's not that many young kids yeah, on yeah. it. Um, so it's a toxic place. And so normally the stuff that gets thrown up on there from TikTok, you know, they hate. They fucking they grill your. They ass. grill like, your shit because yeah. it's it's the people on TikTok are like, you need to buy this coin now. And it's yeah, 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 yeah and like yeah, so yeah. just like anything. And so they threw my video up, and uh, I guess you know it hit like a quarter million like views like pretty quickly. Yeah, and like yeah. on Twitter, like I was like, damn, that's like, a lot that's, on Twitter. That is money. So you know, I saw my opportunity. I made an account. And I just started posting absolutely out of pocket videos. Like I had a fake tooth for a little bit. Um, and I'd pop that in and out. Like, you know, I'd run yeah, it. I'd yeah, yeah. Just absolutely absurd. You know, I never had a t-shirt on. Um, and I just made it interesting. But at the same time, like, you know, it's the whole reason I started social media. I'd see all these people and I'm like, fuck, it's so cringe. I'm like, let me, let me I want to do things my own way. You know, what I think is funny um, and what I think is cool. So, you know, I just started doing that stuff. But at the same time, I do know my shit. Um, you know, I'll never claim to be some genius, but, you know, I've found gems, you know, I've made a lot of money, uh, you know, it's living proof, you know, mm -hmm. check my bank account, like, it's all good. Um, so at the same time, as well as like adding a bit of humor and entertainment, um, I also added, you know, actual value. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's the fact that I was, you know, so young, you know, you got a lot of motherfuckers just sitting at home doing nothing, um, you know, they're not willing to put in the work. Um, and, you know, people like to see when you're striving, you know, for your goals and shit. Mm -hmm. um, and so, honestly, I had a good time. Um, and it was really when uh, Charlie Shrem, because, you know, like I say, the videos were pretty out of pocket. And uh, the one that got thrown up on first, everyone's like, oh, this fucking Chad-ass motherfucker. You know, there's no T-shirt, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Charlie retweeted it. And he was like, nah, like, this is the kid. This is the one I interned with. Like, this is the kid. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I was he was like, big. He's big on Twitter, right? Big on so Twitter. He yeah, he's got up. a couple hundred thousand. Um, you know, Twitter's my big, I mean, apart from TikTok, Twitter's like my biggest, biggest platform. Um, yeah. Like, I think I have like 61K followers on there where it's like my Instagram's a little less. Um, but yeah, no, so I've just been running that. Um, and it's a lot of fun yeah. because like I say, a lot of people too with crypto, they remain anonymous. Mm -hmm. So you never see any videos or anything. It's not like TikTok where your whole thing is videos. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just, you know, I'll expose myself. I'll make, yeah. I'll make a clown out of myself it's and also, just started doing that. It's also just so new too. You know what I mean? Like, Cause we, we were kind of like talking about crypto stuff the other night and like we were getting like set up on, you know, like I feel like different, um, I feel like different things like we can trade crypto mm -hmm. and like to actually do it. It's like a process to get like really set up. If you want to trade stocks, you can sign up for a Robinhood account if you're 18 and you can literally go trade stocks all you want. There's a different like, barrier of entry. For yeah. Sure. I it mean, is, you know, they've made it a little easier. Um, and that's why, you know, that's what I like to see because, you know, our whole goal is, uh, we want mass development. We want it everywhere. You know, we want every motherfucker with crypto on his phone. Um, you know, when I first started, I'd have to 
send it from here to here to here to here before I could even trade it, you know, VPNs out the arse, all this and that. Uh, but now, you know, you can just download apps on your phone. Yeah. Uh, the first barrier, though, you know, the one you're talking about is when uh, you got to set up your ID and everything. And they do make it a bit of a bitch. Like they the do. banks, the banks still block it um, if they see crypto because they say it's a gamble. Yet if you want to go to Vegas and you want to take out 10 G's and gamble, it's all good. So, well, yeah, well, well we fine. were also talking about. So uh, this is also really interesting. Do you have a credit card? So I have I have a credit card, but I don't keep anything in my bank account. And like the main card that I use is my crypto card. Um, you get like five percent cash back. Yeah, and uh, I can just transfer crypto. Boom, boom, boom. Because because so the other day Kai like Kai has a credit card. He, I I don't have a credit card yet, but Kai has one. And Kai got a notice from his bank statement saying like, Hey, would you like to up would you like to upgrade your account or you know what I mean right? Yeah, so yeah, so you yeah. can have a higher limit. Yeah, of spending? dude. I literally am in credit card debt for the last three months. Should not be having a credit card. I'm using it because I lost my debit card. Right? Mm -hmm. Not smart. And using it up my like way out of like whack. And then I just get a letter from the bank, and I'm I'm scared to open it because I know it's gonna be like you need to pay this certain amount now because you're being irresponsible <laughs> with your credit card. I open it and it says, congratulations, your limit has been upped. They gave me more money to spend after being completely financially irresponsible. And, and it's because, it's, in the head. it's well, because they know I'll spend well, it. Well, it's because there's a reason why banks are so fucking big. All bank owners are wildly successful. And it's because, I mean, for kids out there that don't know, when you don't pay your credit card on time, you, 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 you know, occur interest. And then your credit card debt then becomes more credit card debt. And... And like when you're young, your interest is very high, like very high on most credit cards. So like what Kai is facing right now is like, you know, the ability to then be able to spend more money, which then over 95% of all, uh, all money in the United States, like us dollar is, is credit. I believe, I think it's that crazy where yeah. majority of the money isn't real cash. It's me spending cash. I don't have promising. I'll pay it back in the future. Well, you know what's fucked in the head is, uh, you know how these banks get so fucking wealthy is they take your money, right? Let's say you give them $1. They loan that out at 20 to 1. Mm -hmm. So you give them 1, they loan out 20. You collect 0.5% of that interest. It's less than 1%. It's horrendous. Here's come crypto, though, you know, and DeFi, decentralized finance, where it connects peer to peer. There's no middleman. It eliminates the bank. So on DeFi, you can actually earn up to 15 to 20% interest on a stable coin, which is paired with the dollar. So it sits at one. There's no risk. It sits at one buck. So, for example, like my parents, my dad's big into crypto too. He keeps very minimal amounts in the bank because if you just store it in a stable coin one to one it's not going to fuck off it's going to stay at one dollar and you just sit back and earn 20 percent interest versus 0.5 right and the argument tell me where i'm wrong but like the argument most kids make when they first start getting into like more deep finances there's something going on called inflation where the u.s dollar is being printed so much that the value is going down so when you leave it in the bank as u.s dollar you're letting it depreciate like lose its value over time versus keeping it as a stable coin where you can get interest and that's the thing you know with crypto you know bitcoin has a limited supply it's 20, uh, 24 million Bitcoin. Don't shoot me. If it might be 21. You know, one of those two. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, there's a limited supply. So once all of those Bitcoin are out there, you know, they've been mined, which is a whole other conversation. But once those are out there, you can't just print them out of thin anymore. So this, you know, hypothetically is going to eliminate inflation. Um, and then, you know, you have stables, which you can continue to print, um, you know, like Tether, it's a stable coin. They continue to print that. Um, but, you know, it's not like the dollar. Um, you know, it's not going to be inflated like that. So yeah, I 100% yeah, yeah. recommend looking at, you know, it's staking your shit. It's just, it's, you don't have to be, you don't have to like crypto mm -hmm. to do it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's stable. What, You're not really investing in anything. What happens when the interest of getting into a coin, what happens when like Bitcoin interest runs out? So say like there's then people, so, so once every Bitcoin's mined, mm -hmm. um, and people are holding it, 
but then people become uninterested and they stop buying. Well, nah. So what that's actually going to do, you know, once it runs out, it's going to make it more scarce because there's not going to be any more money printed into it. Like I say, the second that I looked at this shit, um, you know, I knew it'd be something that's going to be a part of the future. And, you know, like you're seeing with COVID right now, it's exactly why I got into this shit, you know, a few years ago. The government's printing dollars out of the ass at yeah. will. They just print, you know, the last 75% of, you know, the total circulating supply has been minted in the last fucking few months, you know, just with COVID. So, you know, either, you know, at some point you're going to have to burn, get some of that money back out of circulation and burn it, um, at which, you know, you're going to see, you know, the economy will crash. Um, or you have option B, you just keep printing, um, which, you know, that leads to hyperinflation. And, you know, being from Zimbabwe, I know all too well about hyperinflation. It's exactly what the government did there. I'm not comparing the U.S. to Zimbabwe, two different countries. Um, but, you know, you keep going down this road where you just print it out of thin air and you just continue to yeah. print. You know, it's going to have no value um versus or you know you kick you know you just you end it now um you take you bring it back and the economy crashes it's a shit situation yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah but so i'm because i mean what like what if like what if people genuinely became uninterested in bitcoin um except for the holders and then it's all it's fully mined people are holding it but well, you the know, idea is that there's use for it so as long as all the other stable coins come up and you need to have Bitcoin to transfer, there always be use. And if people are gonna see it as a store of value, similar to how people see like buying gold right now, you're just gonna hold it. People hold on to it as a store yeah. of value. Gold, you know, technically has an only certain amount that that's left in the world. Yeah. Yep. And you know the thing is you have um actually that's you know in my Discord why you know we ended up catching the bottom as I said, there's way too much institutional money coming in. Um Sam, who's you know the owner of FTX, one of the biggest exchanges, he just secured one of the largest crypto deals in crypto history uh, i believe it was 8.8 .8 billion dollars from uh you know all institutional <laughs> investors so you know you talk about Holy motherfuckers losing shit. interest but you got goldman sachs you yeah, know yeah, yeah. you got banks investing in this shit bitcoin and, uh, defeats the banks so you know how down bad you got to be to invest in your enemy you know you because other true. unless you know that exactly. it's gonna pump mm -hmm. yeah um, no and i was and i i wasn't disagree i was just curious no, no, yeah because yeah, i and also I, th I think people will yeah. find it really interesting too just because like out of you know i mean i've graduated high school and in a place where like you know finance is like very talked about and i was a business major too like you know I t i've taken financial classes and stuff but in all those years of school and in a pretty like tech area you hear you hear very little about crypto and even stocks in general yeah, in school yeah. which is really interesting so like for a bunch of kids out there i i highly recommend you know researching watching videos on it and like if it's something like you want to get into it might be mm -hmm. a very uh, wealthy passion for you and uh, as, as somebody that's done this for like since 2016 you said how do you feel about the boom and the attention that's crypto have gotten well, then. you know, like th this happens every time, you know, 2017, we saw that hype again. Um, you know, like when I was in high school, I was the only kid. I didn't know anyone else that mm -hmm. ever spoke about this shit. Um, I even got up and gave a presentation when we were at 6K after the crash. Uh, I was like, this is the shit. And yeah. I'm telling you, my brothers, you need to buy this shit. Pay attention. Uh, I got my teacher to cop some. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it was all good. But, uh, you know, it happens every time. You know, we have these crazy run-ups. It gets a lot of attention. and But, you know, each cycle, there's more and more attention, you know. Mm -hmm. Now you have all this institutional money coming in. Uh, you got people like Kim Kardashian promoting scams, you know, one of the biggest influencers yeah, yeah, yeah. ever. You know, some of the TikTok stuff, you know, the trends. Like, I don't know, you know, if you read the captions, people will start, you know, it's got nothing to do with crypto. All they do is dance mm -hmm. uh, and they'll throw that shit up. So it's got a lot of attention recently. Um, but, you know, I feel like it's already died off kind of after the it has crash, for it's sure. died off because, you know, I was posting a lot of shit on crypto uh, for crypto on uh, TikTok. 
I'd get videos half a mil anywhere upwards of there. Now you go look at any crypto influencer, it's been pumped. It's, it's been, been pu- yeah, absolutely pumped. So already, mm-hmm. and you know that's because that was all the meme coins, and the meme coins have been raw dog the most. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is that good? That, so when I'm sure most of the audience is thinking a couple of things, but the, one of the first things is, is it too late though? Can I still not like succeed again? These are the moments when like the hype is gone. That you want to be in the position that like you were in in high school when no one else really cares about as much anymore. You get in before that hype cycle comes back. Right? Yeah, and you know, Warren Buffett uh, is a smart, smart kid. Um, he said, you know, be fearful when others are greedy um, and be greedy when others are fearful. So, you know, right now when everyone's kind of, oh my goodness, like yeah, we're going yeah. back to 20K all-time lows, buy that shit, yeah. you know, buy it up. Um, so, you know, I would definitely, I think we're going to, you know, we'll see 100K plus. Um, I think we got another leg up in the cycle um, and then it'll go through, you know, where it'll die down again, for like, mm-hmm. like you say, you know, another few years yeah um and you know it'll lose some hype and then it'll go again you know it'll it'll keep running in these cycles um and that's why i say you know no one's ever lost money if they've bought bitcoin and they held it for four years so if you want to get involved in this shit uh I, you know yeah. not financial advice or anything but like i said no one has ever lost mm-hmm. money holding it for four years it's, i mean it could kind of be like easily compared to it's like going to like the gym um and like expecting results like instantly right you know what I mean? Like, if you are getting... You have to go work hard at the gym. This... I mean, I've watched you... Because you come over and I watch you. Like, he, this kid has two phones. He has two he's fucking literally, phones going. He's literally yeah. trading... Two chains. You know, like, we'll be, like, in conversation or something. Or, you know, the only time where you really aren't trading crypto is, like, if we're, like, drinking or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Then we and, gotta put it away. Yeah. yeah we gotta put it away. Probably, you might, not you might get a little frisky on the... On, yeah. on, on the, the FTX. On the but it's, it's very interesting, you know? Because, like, with our job, we work from nine to five every day except for the days we take off which isn't very often but you're trading throughout the entire day um so it is very hard work and if you want to make serious serious money you can do something like that but if you just want to like you know have secure money have money that you know can like have like uh it's not like an extra income but just an extra padding you can do it at like a way slower rate yeah and like you don't have to be like super die hard about it. you just I have know. to like i mean that's research. the thing like i only like i'll maybe uh you know i have my bags that i bought you know a few years ago i add to them sometimes when you know we dip uh you know buy the dip is a big saying in crypto um but for the majority of it you know i've already got my stuff in it so what i'm doing when you always see my ass on it is uh you know i've started you know leverage trading a few months ago we've been you know doing it in my discord um and eating up um so you know we started a challenge there and that's kind of what we've been doing and then you know, once you lock that trade in, you can kind of walk away for the day, you know, let your money work for you type thing. Um, and it's, it's really just, you know, but it's reading the charts. Like I say, you know, the, ho- the whole reason 99% of people lose is they're not patient. You know, they don't wait for that perfect entry. Um, you know, they get impatient. They want to take this long, you know, they want to take this short and they shouldn't be doing it. You end up losing. Yeah. Um, so the whole time, you know, I'm kind of just waiting for that entry. You can always set orders and stuff. Um, and it's always researching. Like I'm always just reading articles and shit because, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, the more I expand my knowledge, you know, the more it's going to help me in, you know, everyday life and shit. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, there's a lot of good stuff on Twitter too. There's a lot of horse shit. There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff there too that I learned, you know. True. So. Um, one thing that I'm sure the audience sees all the time, which is like whenever I was learning about this stuff, uh, I, I always thought I kind of understood it, like blockchain, right? And I got this example. Tell me how off this is, like just to make it really easy for everyone that's listening. And you were talking about this with like banks uh, going away through uh, decentralized finance. But like when you go to a store, right, you, you have to and you buy something, it's $14 and you go up to the cash register and say, I want this thing. They take that, put it into the machine. It goes to the bank and they go to the bank and say, hey, this person wants to buy something for $14. They say, OK, this person does have $14. Go ahead. And then you finally get approved and they get that money. Yep. But the idea is you can cut that out where instead you go, hey, I want to buy this thing for $14. 
it goes straight into the to the blockchain. It doesn't have to be checked by anybody, any bank. And that money, if you have fourteen dollars, it gets taken out right away. And that's the idea of like what makes the blockchain so cool. Yep. So I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty much that's exactly what it is. It eliminates that middleman. It gets rid of the bank. Um, and you know, like with DeFi, it's peer to peer. So it'll connect you straight with the blockchain. And then you know, we're talking about mining, for example. Um, when you mine Bitcoin, it's solving the math algorithm. And what that does is it's going to approve the transaction and then it's going to reward whoever was running the mine before with Bitcoin. And that's how the Bitcoin's mine is, uh, mm. you know, you have these. So it, it's in a sense, it, it's checked by the blockchain, but no bank or anything. You know, you don't have to have a third party. So it's just uh, this technology that they've come up with. And like I said, you know, I'm not a guru when it comes, you know, I was not good at computer science or anything. It's just understanding that concept that there's no middleman, that no one has to be there. You know, like these banks, you know, some of the richest people in the world and blockchain is showing you don't even need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even need that middleman yet. It's one of the biggest industries out yeah. there. So yeah. it's like even, you know, like with the lending shit, you know, it connects peer to peer versus mm -hmm. having that bank lend it out for you. They take 19 of those $20 that they've given you and then they give you the one yeah. back, you okay. know. So it's, it's kind of just that that concept of there's no middleman. Um, it's kind of just like uh it's it's just it's just a free for all really mm -hmm. you know there's no it's just like it's just between people you know you yeah, don't have yeah. to get anyone involved and that's why so many tech people you know they really like it yeah uh, oh, oh my bad I was just gonna say with uh, the same thing with with crypto you about last week Kyle brought this up you were involved and called out by iDubs because of uh, what because well, of fucking doink doink right well, well, doink. The yeah well the craziest thing about the iDubs thing is he he had no idea who iDubs was <laughs> and iDubs is iDubs is very out of pocket. Uh, old YouTuber, right? He's you know said the N word multiple times. Fuck on you, Idubs. <laughs> the N words multiple time on YouTube. Um, he went up to Tana Mojo one time, and he like took a photo with her at like this like uh, at TanaCon or whatever. It was. No, it was a different meeting. Yeah. Or anyway, and he's like say you know the N word. Um, he has a lot of videos that are very out of pocket, yeah, very yeah, yeah, not yeah, okay. Yeah. And somehow he so Josh had never seen him, and I was just like telling him about Idubs, and then the next day. I like see on his um, Instagram story, he's like, "Dude, this dude Idubs calling out." <laughs> I'm like, "In what place is Idubs able yeah. to call anyone out ever, yeah. ever again?" What was the video like? How? how so yeah. you know, like I was mentioning earlier with these meme coins, you know, a lot of people have started uh, what are considered scams. Um, you know, Dink Doink is not a scam. You know, if you look at the price chart, it might look like it, but again, you know, the whole market got worked. Um, but anyway, you know, there was this meme coin, and it was uh, started by you know he's open now. His name's Jake CEO. He's a good guy. Um, I like him. And, you know, he had Logan Paul be kind of like the big endorser. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, that guy, Mike Malik or whatever his name is. Maglack. Um, Maglack or whatever. Fuck um, Lana Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, that one, that <laughs> one. Um, and, you know, so he had like him um, and uh, Evan, the dwarf too, had them run it, you know, and talk about Dink Doink this and that. Um, and pretty much pumped the price up. But, uh, you know, like I say, it came crashing down, not because someone rugged it, but because the whole market came crashing yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. And so, you know, Idubs, you know, being a wanker, he did very little research. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he kind of just made this video, you know, like you said, like he used to be popping or not popping, uh, but, you know, he was out of pocket and popping, you know. At the end of the day, I guess people wanted to see that, but like yeah, I, yeah. I looked at his views and they are down the shitter. But, yeah. uh, you know, so he used to be, I guess, have views. Um, and now a lot of people that I've noticed, they'd want to talk about these scams because it's a big deal and they've got nothing else to talk about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he clearly didn't do his research because he doesn't know what he's doing. 
Um, and you know, there were some pictures of me at Logan's crib where I was just like chilling, right? Yeah, and they yeah. send it into the, the Dink Doink Telegram. Next thing, fucking iDubs is saying that I'm the mastermind behind it. You know? Wait, wait, did they post it on the on the Dink Doink like Twitter or something? It was in the Telegram, like just like photos of me bulling, because you know I'm in crypto. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, they I'm wanted just, the association. So yeah, they were just like, oh, like cousin crypto, or whatever. He's here because I was at Logan's crib with the you know the guy that had started. They it. thought they thought he was the CEO of Damn. Dink Doink. But it's like you know you can just look up my name and you can see it's clearly not me and the crazy thing is okay this is what's absolutely absurd the second photo that i dubbed use there's me and the ceo in it and he's like oh and look here's him and a buddy and it's like no it's actually <laughs> the other way around bro and it's like you uh, know you got eight million subs and you coming for my name you know need to get the bosses involved you know that's that that's is defamation were people dm you and be like fuck you bro idubs just told me that well not even because like you know my followers are such legends i had a lot of people that were just like because he never mentioned my name or anything yeah you know, like he didn't even do any research so he just saw like a blonde dude um and you know he called me a broish dude whatever that means but uh you know <laughs> so i had like some of my followers though then you know I saw the video they were hitting me up and they were like you know like cousin please tell me this isn't true and i was like it's not and that's when i posted the video and i was like bro what is well and that what is well, you on? well and especially for you um that would hurt your image because you know every, you know there's people that are you aren't giving financial advice but there's people that definitely are trusting you in like saying in like not completely 100%. fucking them over right 100%. and that's ultimately what happened that's what happened with a with a few phase members that's what happened on a lot of K. social media platforms. Beat your ass. You don't fuck with face, dude. I happen to sit all time low. with yeah. the face clan so PR bad. rep at a Dodgers game. I just she just happened to sit behind me, and she was just, you know, I'm sure like decompressing after dealing with all that. Oh, yeah, she was probably yeah. getting shit faced. I like, I, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, like I, I mean, I bet, like, dude, she, she was lit. Well, like, whenever something bad happens in the sink, like, whenever, like, I don't know, it's something like if somebody like drops like milk out of like the fridge or someone, we're like, that's gonna be a PR nightmare. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds yeah. like a joke. It's well, like you pass nightmare. out in the back of an Uber and like your boys have to come get you. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty bad. That Kyle. is a PR nightmare too. <laughs> there's, uh, there's. Actually, this last two weeks, there's been quite a few PR nightmares for me um, and other people. But, yeah. you know, it's fine. That, that's what, why you have a good PR team, and that's how you get through it. Exactly. And, you know, that's the beauty with the blockchain is, you know, um, you so you can see K's wallet, you know, and uh, you kind of <laughs> oh, track really? it. So, yeah, so exactly what happened is, uh, you know, he promote these projects. Um, and, he, you know, the, the fucked up thing, too, is it was called Save the Kids, my brother. Save the kids. <laughs> yeah. Save the okay. kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you ain't saving no one but your ass, okay? <laughs> and, and so what he did is, you got, you know, you can trace every single transaction. Yeah, yeah. So this guy, CoffeeZilla, or Crypto CoffeeZilla or something, he's a YouTuber, shout out him. Um, he does extensive research. And he pretty much found his wallet, and he saw that, you know, you had rice gum, um, hate that clown, too. Um, <laughs> and, you know, all these other guys all pump it at once. And then on the day of launch, where they were given... And they were getting a chance to buy in, let's say, at one cent. You know, they were given pre-sale price. Um, and then lists at 10 cents. And they're, they're up 10x on, you know, and they invested 50 Gs. There's half a mil. Thanks for coming. You know, and they sold their shit. Well, K's, K was the one that sold all of us. That's why he got the most flack. Because you can see the fucking blockchain. And you can see that he sold his entire bag on the day of launch to his Whoa. followers. And they never speak to it again. Never speak about it. Whoa. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. There's a lot of crypto projects that have been pumped with the market. But they're legitimate. They will yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah. It's not that, like, Save the Kids is done. They straight up. And that's the thing. You know, the other members, I forget, Jarvis, whatever. They only sold a little bit and they held the rest so it wasn't as bad you know what i mean because they I, did know, that because they knew they yeah. they knew but also you know like if you are an early investor you know take profit type shit they have to give that 
So, you know, it's a lot of people get mad at influencers getting in at pre-sale price, but you as a company, right? Let's say, you know, it's the same thing with advertisement. Why would someone go up to someone with no followers to advertise their product? It doesn't make sense. It's not going to benefit the company versus you give allocation to all influencers. They talk about it. They get the word out there. Problem with this is it's not a legitimate project. The coding was changed last minute too. You can see that. Uh, it's just everything about it was a scam, you know? And then, you know, you should have lockup periods where influencers can't sell it for X amounts and they only get access to this amount. Um, and, you know, you know, I watched Kay's video of him almost bawling and I was just fucking wet myself because he like, said someone funny. changed the code yeah. and i heard from an anonymous source him. i cannot say like who because i think that's wrong and also this is an allegation but they said they're kind of close to the situation they thought it was uh sam pepper who ran this project he's a youtuber oh. and he changed the code without telling any of the guys wow. right before Where is sam pepper? allegedly allegedly yeah, that's no. what i heard from someone close that they, that's what they thought no nah, okay so i'm not worried about allegations but uh sam pepper is a scumbag too. oh yeah. he's been he's yeah, been yeah. in he's been doing these crypto scams for minutes so, oh he has yeah no, oh that four, adds some more okay, okay, so okay, okay, if, okay. You, if you if you you know uh, allegedly whatever i'm gonna you know just based over that hunch i'm gonna say it was sam pepper because <laughs> he's really bro sounds right. yeah it sounds about what right it sounds down as alley. Um, I forget. So it was his own token or whatever. Um, and this was actually months ago. So you know, it's okay. crazy yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. still doing it. Um, it was months ago. It completely got rugged. Um, and you know, shout out my boy uh, Kobe Cobain. He's one of like the biggest crypto tw uh, Twitter influencers. And he pretty much just got gathered all like the info and then just boom posted as a thread. And this motherfucker had, like been like, it's my token. It's me. You know, it's not just another coin. It's it's me. All this and that dumped like zero rug pulled everything just so you have you know where a project will be down really bad or you have where it's just everything sucked out of it and you you pump it up all your followers buy or buy and you just sell everything gone you really just use your followers and just fuck them yeah. yep and okay so if that's the case then phase k came out saying like oh they changed the code and stuff but so no they, they right, say it doesn't matter phase k still sold all the shit that he could regardless like yes regardless that project was fucked whether yeah. they were going to change the code or not because all the, of those influencers were going to sell their bags because you know and the difference with me is too like there's been projects that i've been involved with that are again legitimate none yeah, of this yeah. shit that is still there but they have been worked a little bit the thing is i'd live breathe eat this shit i've been doing it like i said since the end of 2016 these are gamers, you know, they're streamers. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So stay, you know, stay out of well, it. And that was, and that was kind of <laughs> shown by, uh, that was kind of shown by like what happened with KSI, right? Because KSI was, KSI was uh, offloading money to somebody, to somebody who was investing for him, which is, if you, ha if you have the money to then be able to, you know, give your gains to, because uh, I mean, I was assuming probably pay him and then also give him whatever gains he was pulling each month, um, you know, like pull a, a percentage yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you have the amount of money to be able to do that, Good for you. But then, so this guy had made him, I think, $10 million on- What? On the, uh, you know, very- Really? Well, because he lost- and he slapped he, him with like a molo. He lost $7 million. After, after making 10 million? KSI yep. lost $7 million. Uh, How? He, so, re, so, dude, leverage trading. He's a great. So, KSI is actually one of the best indicators ever that I use to trade crypto. If KSI says we're going up, we're probably going down. And uh, if KSI, <laughs> oh, if yeah. KSI says we're going down, we're like, we, we probably going up. And it's crazy. It's got to the point where he clowns himself. And I, I love it. Like, respect. You know, respect well, the I, point where you kind of clown yourself. And I really and like KSI, too. But I feel, I feel really bad for him because I know exactly how that feels. Or even... Um, nah, it, but you, everyone yeah. doesn't. 
in crypto, you get yeah. too high leverage, you yeah. fuck around and it's, you know, that's exactly what he did. So, you know, what I've been yeah. talking about, we always see me doing it, um, where I've flipped that account, you know, 56X, it's 56,000% up on that. That's where he's lost, you know, it's gone reverse for the boy. Right. If you guys don't know, like leveraging is like, you're, you're trading with money that isn't yours, but you're borrowing it. So then you can lose a lot of money, but you have to be able to pay that back, which is a problem if you're borrowing more than you have. Is that, is that, yeah. is that the same thing as like shorting? No, no. Sh- shorting, you're, you're, you're thinking that the price is going to go down. So you're promising to essentially like, like you're buying, a sh- so you're, you're saying like you want to, if you buy a put when you're shorting, you're promising to buy a, uh, something at a certain price, uh, when you know it's going to go down. So then you can like sell it at that price and get the gains from that. Okay. Um, leverage is you're literally borrowing money and saying, I'm going to spend $10, but actually I want to leverage a hundred. So I'm getting actually going to get $990 that isn't mine. Yep. Oh. And then so like shorting, then just in short, shorting, you're predicting it's going to go down. Longing, you're predicting it's going to go up. And then when you use leverage, you borrow money from the exchange, from the broker, whatever. And let's say you borrow leverage, you know, use leverage to short. If it goes up by a certain amount when you're losing leverage, it you know, the more leverage that you're using, the less it can go up. And so, you know, theoretically, if you get it wrong and it moves up $5 in the wrong way, if you're using a lot of leverage, boom, your entire account yeah. gone, liquidated. And that's what KSI did. Oh. Uh, used way too much leverage. I see. Um, so, again, the more leverage you use, the more gains there is to be made. But, again, you know, with especially with crypto being such a volatile asset it yeah. you know it can fuck you up and real quick they'll they'll sell they'll like if you don't have enough like dollars in your bank account to cover the, what you borrow to pay it back and they will literally sell everything else that you have so even if you've been holding bitcoin let's say from 4k but you don't happen to have enough cash when you get margin called you suddenly get everything liquidated and taken out or, or at the point in which you don't need to recommend touching leverage you know unless you unless you're in uh you know my discord and uh <laughs> you get, and you are uh, you know you're getting spoon fed you know i don't suggest touching that stuff you know it's not a lot yeah. of fun yeah well, and if anybody out there is trying to figure out uh, or trying to get motivated to get into investing, um, I recommend watching like Wolf of Wall Street. Great it's movie. Time. That's <laughs> the goal. <laughs> It'll get you. No, 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 no. I'm just saying just to get motivated to do it. Like if you watch Wolf of Wall Street, you're going to be feeling amped afterwards. Yeah. And like you'll actually, you know, it's kind of, it's like taking pre-workout almost. Yeah, just talking um, about that. I want to quail you. This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you can watch The Big Short too. Or also War Dogs. All three very good movies that get the they just get you feeling just great about money. Want you to um, grind. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, it shows what people do to kind of uh, get rich. And then you can figure yeah. out how to do that legally. Motivate some more people. Like what's the most like fucking made it thing that you've done after going and doing crypto? Like, did you ever take like an exotic, crazy trip to like Greece or like Bali after, after getting like getting paid? I watched this kid body a $500 bar tab and Jaeger bombs and he didn't even feel it. Yeah. It, didn't, <laughs> it yeah. didn't even hurt him. And like, the thing is, is, I'm very down to spend $500. You know, I'll go spend $500. When? I, I like, like, like yeah. spe- dropped $500 on Catalina. Oh, okay. That's true. Like, nice. yeah, I mean, like I'm saying like I'm down. That's to not spend- a, that's not a two hour dinner though. That's the problem. That was a whole trip. No, we yes. I am. I'm saying I'm down to spend like money on something that I believe is like something that I would really enjoy doing. And like, I'm, well, you know, I buy $500 on car parts and stuff. I dropped $1,500 on tires. Like, you know, I, I make, uh, I spend money, but if I were to go out, in a night and spend $500 on liquid um, that then just makes you feel horrendous in the morning. Like that would hurt me personally, right? Mm-hmm. At the financial state I'm at right now in my life. So watching you do that was just hilarious. I text this kid in the morning. I go, yo, how much money did you drop last night? He goes, I'm 500 down laughing face. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, yeah, I wish, so- you know, but like, I think that's just crazy that, um, that it doesn't hurt you. No, mm-hmm. so to answer your question, uh, there was there's actually been a few moments where I was like, fuck, like, you know, I made it in my own way. You know, I've still, 
I'm by no no means satisfied. Um, but you know, I'm happy with the progress that I made. Still think we got a long way to go. Um, but you know, dropping out of school was really the big one for me. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's kind of happened all over COVID and shit. So you know, like trips and shit, I can't do. But I plan on going to Europe. Uh, I want to do like few months stints there i got some family and shit over there too i want to visit them yeah, you know? yeah, yeah kicking in uh you know europe for a little bit but uh yeah so dropping out of school uh i went to cool kicks because uh motherfuckers oh, on yeah. tiktok they keep giving me shit about my shoes and i was like okay and like fair enough so i went up to uh, i went to cool kicks and i just dropped like 6k on like shoes what? in one day yeah have you ever bought like nice shoes before that like sometimes but like not like that like yeah, like yeah. To the, I, not like that ever um and like i got like like three pairs of off-white shoes like some jordan ones like, i don't even know the names of them like we went back got a couple more see that uh, that's the feeling you want after leaving fairfax yeah. not where we go there and it's just like fuck we're broke hey, but you know like <laughs> when you're leaving fairfax like with the you know the feeling that i got was i'm gonna get fucking jumped because there's motherfuckers all over there bro just eyeballing you and you're walking yeah, with cool is. kicks bags and it's yeah. like bro you know it's 6k right there it's yeah, hot product yeah. too um so there street. was that and then uh yeah you know as kyle was saying uh there was a good time a little bit of a function uh in downtown la and uh Right before we went out, I took all of my cards out of my wallet because, you know, I'm a happy drunk. Um, I like to meet new people and shit. And I also apparently like to buy people drinks. So not even just buy people drinks. Like it's not it wasn't even like a face to face personal like, you know, like if I'm going out with like my buddies, like I'd be like, yo, do you want a drink? And then, you know, like, you know, it's like a, it's cordial. It's fun. This dude, there's a group of these four guys that we know. He's like talking to me and he like hands his card, not even like looking at them fully hands them these four guys his card and goes you know drinks on me and then just like gets right back into conversation i'm like dude this dude's a madman yeah you know i don't know for some reason you know i don't know i like to like i don't know i like to buy people drinks and uh, i left all my cards at home i had that one card which i thought the balance was almost empty and uh, so I was like, all right, we'll just run it up. And, uh, you know, when it's out, it's out. And uh, it just kept, it's out, it's it out. Just <laughs> kept yeah. fucking going. I think uh, that whole place must have had a couple Jaeger bombs. You know, it's the go-to drink. What, too. What, what, how much you spend there? Wasn't it? It was like yeah, seven, five, 500. Was, was oh, well, oh, wait, th- oh wait, this one. I, yeah, thought you were talking about the, no. I thought you were talking about the other one. No. Oh, uh, yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> not even good on there. Yeah, yeah. That, that one's yeah. a dark rabbit hole. But, yeah, no, that and uh, pretty much school was the big one, though. You know, just having the freedom. That's what yeah, I've always yeah, wanted yeah. is just, you know, work for myself type thing. Um, and now I can, you know, I'm hopping on Twitch and shit. Like that's my job now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's dope to do. So there's like when when rock stars were everything, there were groupies that followed rock stars. When you know people became rich off tech, there were groupies that went after like rich tech guys. Do you get chicks with crypto, or is it a mostly dude thing? <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's honestly it's it's mostly a dude thing. And <laughs> the funny thing is, is before this, right? Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. TikTok. I was like every single, you know beautiful lady that i know is on tiktok so i was like i need to hop on tiktok and i started posting workout shit and like how i lost weight and how i gained muscle and how to get abs in this and my dms were just filled with anywhere from the ages of 14 to 17 year old dudes you know <laughs> sending me their physique and shit bro like <laughs> <gonna sound laughs> <it up. laughs> just, just send me like yo and they're like what do i need to fix like how do i get my traps big and <laughs> oh. i'm like you know, so I'm yeah. like, it kind of, it, it kind of took the high road very quickly. But you know, on Twitter, it's funny because I'll have like fully like middle-aged woman like starting my DMs, um, really? and then yeah, they so say? they'll just like they'll hit me up and they'll be like, yo, listen, like I'm down bad in a place, like you know, like can you send me some money and just something? It'll send me a whole long paragraph about something. Ah. I'm just like, oh, and you know, so the thing is too, like I'll every now and then too, like I'll get a couple girls in my DMs, but like the problem is like the way I talk, the way I act, you know, pretty out of pocket and stuff. It's like, it's mostly dudes that are just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's kind of like drunk trying to find a girl in your DMs and you find 
tricep picks, leg picks from dudes. Just get over it. Yeah, you get you over know, it. You you just get, get over it. But uh, and like I say, you know, my number one thing right now is uh, I need the bag. Um, you know, but we're doing well in that department. Um, you know, like I say, I'm socially active, so uh, I normally just like I like to meet people in person. You know, yeah, yeah. DMs where. You know, if they DMing me, it's because they've seen my shit and like they, oh, it's, you know, it's this motherfucker. Like, I'd rather meet a girl in public um, and, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll just run it there, you know. I was and then pumped. drop I was, what you got. Yeah, you know, I was <laughs> pumped when Kyle said, you know, someone else was coming over here today. I was like, oh, you need any other, you need a cameraman or something? Like, <laughs> let me, let me, let me, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. episode dropping soon. You guys want to know what we're talking about but when we drop. So I saw this funny meme and it was, uh, it was pretty much like, have you ever had like a girl like try and like, um, or she like starts talking to you like about astrology? Like, you know, like signs and shit. Every now and then. So it was comparing, like, uh, it was like, you know, comparing guys who like, like to golf and who like crypto to girls who talk about like astrology and stuff. Because like it, it because it goes in like the sense of like, you're kind of talking about something that like the majority of people really don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it's not exactly like the greatest thing to be talking about, like at like a party. Like, you know what I mean? No. What's your sign? I don't, I don't talk about crypto. Yeah. At parties. Well, no, yeah I don't yeah. do that. You're talking, you're talking I'm not about that. It, I'm not yeah, that kid. About, but so I thought that was really funny that like, I don't think that's funny. I, don't I think that's the biggest insult it, I've ever. It, well, it pisses <laughs> me off when girls like ask, like if somebody like, so, like, you know, drops like a sign or something, what I always do is like, I, it just pisses me off. I fucking it's hate it. It's disappointing. Yeah. That leads to my question because, like, during that, like, boom of, like, popularity that crypto's got, there was times where we'd go to parties, but I'd hear crypto in a conversation, like, in Dude. a circle. Yeah. Remember like, that party in Miami? That, that, Fuck, that was, that was weird. Cat. That was but weird. What is, like, one common thing that people say from somebody that knows crypto that, like, you're like, okay, you're a friend and you don't know shit? Like, what is common? Um, well, you know, extremely common is when I'll get like, you know, these one, if you ask me and you're like meme coins and it's just like, oh, this and that, you know, have you seen Doge recently? Yeah. Have you seen this and that? Like, you know, and it's just meme coins immediately. It's like, no, it's like 100%. That's not happening. Um, and then, you know, like, it's actually funny. I was in my discord today and, uh, this is coin called Hex that's been pumping, but, uh, the guy behind it and everything, he's been doxxed plenty of times before as a scammer. And uh, they don't even list it on like the main market cap type mm-hmm. place where you see all these cryptos to see, you know, which has the biggest market cap, biggest price right. and all that shit. And they don't even list it. It's called Hex. You know, it's not even on there because it's such a fucking scam. And I had some kid in my Discord. He's like, oh, bro, like you got to check out Hex, you know, this and that. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, bro. And, you know, it just it offers absurd interest rates and stuff. And if something's probably, you know, if it's too seems too, too good, good to be true, true it probably is. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really just like if someone will, uh, you know, I can just you know, I can grasp from a real quick conversation. It's just like, there's nothing like particular, but like if they ask you, ask me about a coin that just, it's just an absolute no-go. Um, or like I say, you know, you can speak to someone very quickly um, and you can know, you know, like I say, I still, I'm not perfect. Um, I don't know. You know, no one can see into the future. That's the next thing. If that's a lie, that, that's the one. If someone tells me that it's definitely going here, it's definitely going to go up. Like we're going, yeah, you yeah. don't know anything you know yeah. you can use yeah. ta and stuff like i do technical analysis to give you an idea but there's no fucking way you can't see into a crystal ball you know what i mean it's not it's not happening mm-hmm. it's yeah, like that shit because usually like when i hear those conversations with somebody's talking to me i'm not smart enough like or like fucking informed you you are if it's at a party you are, you are smart enough to get in that conversation i promise you that no no, no I'm i don't, not, like, I don't, I don't like, know tell if they're bullshitting you right? yeah so i'm I, just there like i think that's perfect when someone like 
Josh is willing to say, like, I don't know everything, but this is kind of what I'm thinking right now. That's a good mm -hmm. indicator. Oh, you're not fronting because you're admitting that you don't know everything. Exactly. And, yeah. like, I don't know the future. It could be going this way. Like, when they're very, like, conservative with telling you what they actually think, it's probably a better indicator than somebody very open to telling you what they think. I'm, I'm bullish. Like, so, like, when I say I don't know where it's going, you know, short term or exactly, I'm bullish long term. I think we're going up. You know, even if it comes, you know, we hit resistance today, even if it comes back down a little bit. Long term, you know, like I say, if you're going to buy this shit and plan on holding it for a bit, I think you'll be well paid. Um, but yeah, you know, even at parties and stuff, I'll hear it all the time now, you know, and it's funny because it's just like, you know, you probably don't even know, like, I'm that motherfucker. Like, and it's yeah. like I, but I just won't even, like, I won't even get involved because it's like, I just like, I'll, I'm trying to have fun. Like, I don't want to listen to like, it's, yeah, it's more just like absurd, so. you know, because it's, it's nine times, I've never heard anyone, you know, nine times out of 10, if you meet a kid like my age, whatever, out in public, like sad realities that don't know what the fuck is going on, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but then you got motherfuckers that are switched on and, you know, you know, straight away, like I had some people and when I was in Idaho, you know, I was telling you I was there this past weekend, I had never ever in a million years, you know, like I say, I only started doing social media at the end of last year, never in a million years would I have thought that motherfuckers in Idaho would have recognized me and like, staring at me and they come up to me and they're like oh you know cousin crypto you do this and that's the next thing like it's funny you know these fools they were in their mid-30s oh, and yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like I, you know here i am i'm still fucking trying to figure my shit out still trying to learn how to walk and i got like full grown adults yeah, like yeah. you know you know oh what's happening this and that and uh, they were talking to me about dows and you know won't get into that but you know immediately knew they were switched on yeah um and you can kind of you know you get a sense for it pretty easy in terminology too 100 yeah. percent. this is kind of off topic from crypto stuff but i saw this thing on the internet the other day um and it's this homeless man who had an entire block uh i don't know what city it was in but he had an entire block and a whiteboard marker and he was like it was all filled with equations drawings everything of a time traveling machine right uh, that's acid but yeah like, he just took a ton of acid but, <laughs> so like so it's getting like reviewed right now um for like you know just like kind of kind of like checking like the quantum physics of it like of how all of it works like in all his equations and stuff but people are saying like they're like what if this guy is homeless because he's time traveling and he doesn't have a way back but he like doesn't have like the ability to conform to this year of society and that's how he's trying to get out no. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't believe in none of that shit. I think it's a homeless man that just said to draw on a whiteboard or box. So, I think, I think, I think I'll tell you what I think. I think it's a homeless man and he's tweaking and he's bored because he's got nothing to do and he's drawing shit. And he's fucking yeah. with people, making yeah. them think that he's a genius. Yeah. Right. They can make so, a time machine. So the homeless so, people, they so like to the fuck was, with people. That's what I was thinking. But like the stunning like visual of it is insane. It's not like a cardboard box that acid, right? Acid. So yeah, I I was just wondering like what you guys thought about it because I was I, you know I was like thinking about like what like the different you know possibilities for it could be, mm -hmm. um, and yeah I I, know, I thought it was interesting. Hey, you know what craziest should have happened? You know the fucking a, a flu bat has come across from China and locked us in for a year. You know it's yeah. fucking craziest should have happened. I uh, maybe. Maybe, Maybe, you know, never would have seen this shit happening. You know, True. who saw COVID coming? Yeah. Uh, you told me this was going to happen five years ago. I said, you've lost it. Mm -hmm. I said, you are that homeless man making that shit up, you know? Yeah. No ways. Yeah, what if he just, what What if it? What if it's actually, because the, the story of it checks out in a sense where you should be like, it, but it's something that you want it to be true too true. badly that very, you very want it, yeah. And we'd also like to give a huge thank you to another one of our sponsors. One of our more consistent sponsors now actually is Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is the best athletic short, whatever short, going into dinner short, meaning your girl's parents short, going clubbing short, anything you want. You can golf with them. You can literally do anything. They're the most versatile pants I've ever owned in my entire life. I can literally swim in them. I went clubbing last night in them. Um, 
<laughs> strip clubbing. <laughs> hey, they keep everything contained. You say it every time, but like the bird dogs are sick because you can wear them like on your date. You can go out to the beach, then you can go out to a nice dinner, then you can meet the parents of your date. Um, and and you always look good. Well, no like literally, what, like we went to Catalina Island. We went fully swimming and then like went out to dinner that night, and I was still wearing the same shorts. Then I went back. Like, we stayed at a hotel and came home the next morning, same shorts the entire time. And you can do that in, like, other shorts and people look at you and it's like, oh, it's a little weird, you know? It's like you're wearing swim shorts. I can tell you're wearing swim shorts. This is like, oh, those are nice pants. It's like, oh, those are nice swimming pants. It always changes up, you know? And they're literally over the top comfortable. So, guys, go check it out. Um, go to birddogs.com and enter promo code the sink and they'll throw in a free bird dogs whistle tip football. I do remember the whistle. You know the ones you can throw, like, 100 yards? Maybe 200 yards? That's what I'm talking about. That's birddogs.com, a promo code the sink, and boom, free whistle tip football with your order of bird dogs. Go check out bird dogs, guys. Yeah, speaking of, let's go throw the baseball after this. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, we'll do that. Guys, real quick, and lastly, go get the sink merch. Oh, yeah, dude. At the sinkshop.com, our merch is available. Forgot about the, the best m- merch. The most. shirt logos, uh, they, they, what do you call this? It? It's like a fuzz. The logo is a fuzz, kind of like the varsity jackets. Go we check never it out. made varsity anything. Yeah. Actually, well, I guess, no, actually, we did. Yes, but track doesn't count as a sport. So, guys, go check it out. <laughs> go get our merch at thesyncjobs.com. Thank you to everyone that's gotten it. Everyone that we see that wears the merch out in public, we really appreciate you. We've never seen it yet, but one day we will, and it'll be epic. So, guys, we'll see you. Syncshop.com. Peace. All right, guys, we just took a quick break. We jerked each other off. But speaking of that, tell me the story of Rub and Tug, bro, because you were telling me something happened there. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry, Mom. But, uh, you know, a couple years ago um, when I was still in high school and stuff, you know, the California wildfires, you know, they were out of pocket to say the least. Yes, sir. And, uh, they came right up here you know in calabasas um and they were all you know we all had to get evacuated and you know you go to school and stuff so we, we this was during school you know during school wow. time um and it was a fucking you know obviously you know thank goodness no one got hurt and my house didn't yeah, get yeah. burnt down and you know sorry to those you know that weren't so fortunate but uh this was probably one of the best times of my life uh you know we were, <laughs> we were going into finals week and uh you know wildfires had just come out of nowhere um, and they were bad. They were really bad. bad. So, yeah. you know, um, we had to evacuate. And, you know, insurance, you know, because, you know, as fires, they had to cover it. So we were like, okay, let's get the most out-of-pocket hotel we can. And uh, we ended up staying on uh, at the Mondrian on Sunset, <laughs> which is uh, it's pretty cool. It's just me and the homies. Um, and we just got a couple of hotel rooms and we just ran that. And, uh, you know, one night. And then also then, so that very night, the first night or the second night, you know, it, it got announced that uh, – Finals were going to be optional, and uh, you optional. Know, you give kids the option to take the final because of, because of the fires and people had to evacuate. So they gave us the option. They said, you know, if you don't want to take your final, you don't have to, um, and you can just you know rock with the grade. You, that you know uh, that there was some boners in high school that still went and took their fucking no, final, even if they were like ninety point zero percent, zero point one percent. It was online. It was yeah. online. You could take it if you wanted to, but like you know, I'm all about the extra mile, but uh, not here. You know, not here. <laughs> and uh, so we ended up, you know, found out that news, and we were like, oh it would be irresponsible not to celebrate and so we ended up you know picked up some teats um did a little bit of you know medicine you know the fucking the cabbage sure, we sure. ran a little bit of that <laughs> and uh you know we ended up we're like oh you know i wonder i wonder if there's any rub and tug places down here you know it was just, <laughs> it was just a thought that popped into my head and for anyone that doesn't know what a rub and tug is it it typically happens at a massage parlor um and you go and you get rubbed which is you know you get a massage 
then you get tugged afterwards. And it's called a happy ending massage. Um, you put their finger up your butt. It's a sexual <laughs> thing in a non-sexual manner. Uh, it's pretty interesting. It's a very interesting part of how... Just business. Just yeah, yeah. Strictly it's business. strictly business. Just business. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to reinvest my money back into the economy. Yeah. Um, what better way to Trickle do it? Trickle up economy. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we looked up. And I was like, oh, it'd be funny if we found out, you know, if there was a place down here. And uh, we looked up, you know, just... Uh, I just wanted to get a massage. And... Uh, we looked it up and this one place came up and already the red flags were going off, yeah. you know, like, like a ticking time bomb when uh, the name was Robust. Uh, <laughs> Robust. Robust. And uh, so I was like, okay, this is, uh, this is so far we're looking good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you go down and you now see that they've got, you know, only like two and a half stars. I'm like, this is looking good. And so, you know, you read the comments and it's like, I went show with my husband and, uh, you know, they'd only take my husband and they wouldn't let me in. And, uh, and then uh, there was another one. It's like, yo, we pulled up and like, there was all like these girls and they were, it was very sketchy. Like we left immediately, like uh, <laughs> this and that. And I was like, this is, this is the one, yeah, this yeah. is the one. And so, you know, me and a couple of homies, uh, we ended up, we just got a couple of birds, um, and we went down there. You, you brought girls? No, bird, no, bird, no, no, no. Oh, bird, bird scooters. Bird, bird okay, scooters. Okay, okay. Just, yeah, just bird scooters. And, uh, we ended up going down there and you walk in and it's just completely empty. And, uh, it's just like kind of like a little lobby, like a you know, it reminded me like I was like the doctor, except mm. you know I'm about to get wanked off. So, yeah. <laughs> Same thing though. Um, and so you know we're just we're sitting, we walk in and we're just like, what the fuck do we do? And like before we can even uh, comprehend what's going on, fucking sit, the back door opens, motherfucker runs out there, grabs the one homie, takes him to the back. I'm like, oh, wow, just takes him, just mm, just like. Was it a girl? Was it a guy? Who no, was it? it was a girl, of course. It was a girl, of course. It was a dude that would have fucking <laughs> no, like, put on the wheels. And <laughs> no, I'm saying dash. maybe there was like, well, he probably know how to do it better, by the way. But uh, I'm, I, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm more saying like, maybe it was like an intermediary, like taking them to the room. I don't know. No, no. She's, no, like, it, she's like the dental hygienist. Like, no, like, yeah, not, like we mentioned before, like it was strictly business. They, the they, they, were, they were all about their business. And mm. so like one homie gone. And like, you know, I'm looking at the other boy and I'm like, what the fuck do we do now? That was like a little out of pocket. You know, I wasn't expecting this, you know? At least, like, fucking take me to dinner before Wait, you fuck me. And so, it's just did you and all your friends get jerked off by the same woman? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> okay, keep not. it going. And, and when I say all my friends, it was just like one or two of us. You know, it was nothing crazy. It wasn't a party or anything. <laughs> you bring uh, like twenty people. Yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a kickback or anything. And uh, so we just go. You know, I'm just like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah, before yeah. I can even like uh, comprehend what's going on. Another one pops out, yagas the other homie. And <laughs> I was just like, no way. I was like, this is absolutely nutty. And so now I'm like, well, I'd be a, I'd be a bad sport to leave. Like the homies are yep, here, yep, you know, yep. might as well. And so then I get my pick and uh, I get fucking tossed in the back with them. And, uh, you know, they're in separate rooms. And bro, you just, you know, normally, like I say, you know, I'm going to repeat it one more time. Take me to dinner before you fuck me. These chicks were all about business, bro. Normally, I'm thinking, like you mentioned, you first get a fucking massage. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the tuggy. And, and they, bro. like, feel it out. Like, is this guy cool with the tuggy? We don't know. Nah, bro. Nah. I, go, I go down there fully, like, you know, towel over the waist and everything. And just fucking, she walks in again. Because, you know, she walked out, you know, so, you know, a little bit of privacy. So, then I was thinking, oh, this is just going to be normal. And, uh, nah, just absolute the disrespect. Just walks in, yanks the towel off. Yeah, straight to business. You know, I freaked out. I freaked you out. You freaked out? What, 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 what uh, happened? I, Take it step by step. She comes back in. What is, like, how old is this woman? Um, It's like 70. Mid to, mid, uh, mid, uh, <laughs> early 30s, late 20s. Yeah, I, I, no, I'd say a little older, maybe like maybe like uh, let's go with uh, like forty, you know. I didn't like I said, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was freaking out, and she just came back, bro. 
just starts. She's bro. She looks at me. She looks me dead in the eyes and she goes, "You want a boom boom?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, a boom, boom. I was like, I don't know, I don't want a boom, boom. I was like, I'm literally, I'm sitting there like I thought I wanted this. Like I thought, you know, it'd be funny, like whatever. And it was not. It was just completely, I've never felt so. And, you know, she then just, pres- I'm like, no, whatever. And, you know, she tells me the price and whatever for uh, for the strokes. And I say, okay. How you know, much I'm is a boom, boom? Uh, so the boom boom was two hundred bucks. Uh, oh yeah, no. So I was like, I don't want to. I don't want a boom boom. No, what I I for, do that for two hundred bucks. You can get a better boom boom. Uh, no, no, no. So I can boom boom myself for free. So the, the boom boom. No, no, no. The boom boom <laughs> was the pipe. Like you had the option to pipe. So that's why I'm like, I don't want a boom boom. Oh, you could actually go all the Dude, way for uh, twenty two hundred. Like obviously, I you know not my intentions at all. Um, and I was shitting bricks. You know, she then starts looking at my chain and she's like, uh, and I'm like, yo, this is out of pocket but she's like know, boom boom from yeah, the back if you yeah, give me the no, chain and then she's just like you know she tells me it's 40 bucks for the strokes and i'm like okay you uh, know you know we'll run we'll run the strokes then and uh, but again you know more worth it i'm freaking the fuck out um not a good time at all it's just it was very i've never felt so violated in my whole life you know <laughs> it's like i it's just awful experience and you know so you know didn't really do the time because you know i'm freaking out so uh we were you know it was a quick job and I go outside and I'm like, oh, like the homies are, homies are going to be in there for a minute. I go outside. The one homie's already out there too. I'm like, same thing? Like, you, you also freak out? And he's like, yeah, it was not fun. And, uh, you know, 30 seconds later, the last homie walks out. And it's just, uh, it was very, you know, it's crazy how we transition from crypto to this. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was just, you got to do it, you know, one time, you know, just for the culture. Um, but I won't be doing that again. That yeah, was, yeah. What's the post not clarity like on that? Uh, there was no post not clarity. It was just like, I was just happy that I got out of there like alive. And like, it's just like, it was very airy. Like, it's just, there's no way. I just wasn't expecting a full blown brothel in, you know, 2020 or 2019, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, this yeah. was. And it was just like, you know, it's like fucking one row back from Sunset, you know? I hope they don't come after me after dropping their name in it. Bro, like, dude, Nelk, they went to a handjob place, like a massage parlor, and they got jerked off, and they brought a homeless guy that got jerked off, and they just showed the front of the place in downtown LA, like the front of the store with the name, and go, guys, come here, everyone, the best rubby tuggies. I'm like, four million people are going to see this, and this is a legal business. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I know. Is it? It's not- yeah, you can't give a jerk off. That's why Robert Kraft got, a, got in trouble. What? Yeah. Nah. You can't get no. jerk off. You have a voluntary jerk no. off that's paid. No. That's no. prostitution when you're paying somebody. No, I don't think so. I think I think it's in the restraints of of what massage is. I think that that's like the whole Dude. point. To jerk your chicken? Like it I'm that's like crazy. I'm like I'm well I mean like think about it. Like I mean you can you can like massage someone's like like genitals. I mean like you can like massage someone's ass. Well first of all, she uh, she offered a boom boom. She did offer so a see, boom boom. So that is a little different. That is that is prostitution. Our Robin Tugs legal from the initiated happy ending. Exactly what it sounds like an orgasm for the client, courtesy of the masseuse. United States happy endings are illegal, but in Australia and many parts of the world, it's a perfectly legal service. Thank goodness this was in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> not not yeah, sunset Mexico. Thank goodness this was in Mexico. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just uh, all around, you know, I thought it was going to be way funnier than it was. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it was, you know, I'm glad I got it done, you know, young and uh, I'm done, you know, I'm, I'll never go back again. So did any of your your, your friends get, get rubbed? Mm-hmm. They did. Indeed. Uh, we all ran it. We all ran it. Oh, we but did. you didn't go, you just freaked out and left early though. Well, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, it was just like, it was a whole freaking out. Just, just not what you expect. Just like the whole you thing. You expect to go there and like have a good time. And it's just like. It was just really like out of pocket. I'm never because you know I'm not like that either. Like I can I can get girls on my own. I don't need this shit. Like it was (laughs) like yo. Like have you guys all been to a strip club? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you uh, went to your first one that's last kinda, week, right? That's kind of how I feel about the strip club. Like, it's fun, but it's only fun because you make it fun. Like, if I, I don't think I'll ever go to a strip club sober. And it's also like one of those things, like, you almost have to, like, just, like, put yourself in, like, the, oh, I'm at a strip club mentality, opposed to, like, there were some weird individuals there. Yeah. And I'm like, I really hope I'm never at this point in my life mm-hmm. to where I have to come pay to just watch live porn. If you are, you know, a 50-year-old man going to the strip club on a Thursday night, you have problems. But if <laughs> They're you, always there. But, it's just yeah, like you get there at a weird-ass time. Nobody's going to be here. It's just like 7 They're right there for lunch, bro. They're there for lunch. They want a chicken they sandwich. Eat there. Yeah, they eat at the strip club. fucking food. But, you know, if you are... That should be fucking illegal. Dude, there's strip clubs with buffets, bro. You can pay 20 bucks no. in Vegas for that. No, or, or $17 Cokes talking about, hey, do you want to buy a girl a drink at a non-alcoholic fucking... Mm-mm. Strip club, dude. So strip clubs are stupid. But yeah, you know, if you if you're a young kid and you want to, you know, go and experience and just have some fun, by like, any means necessary, those strip clubs are for you. Um, but yeah, if you're a full grown adult and that's figure a, your fucking life. Yeah, out, you dude. drop your kid off at school and then go to the strip club. Like, there's an issue. Like, well, parents talk about they're like, <laughs> I went out to the strip club with my friends. I asked my wife, it's okay. I think I think my I think Bro, if your wife says it's okay, you need to find a new one, and vice <laughs> versa. If your wife wants to go, you know, fucking Magic Mike type things, you need a new one. It's not. Yeah, what if you go to? Because there's a lot of couples that go together in Vegas. I saw a ton of that. Uh, couples I think going Vegas together. Vegas kind of brings that type of couple. Um, what if? What about here? If you saw couples at a, is that I a little bit less a more okay? A, I, I don't think know. I, I never felt like the, the strip club to me never felt I, I never was put in like a sexual sense like I'm like I'm never like oh I'm feeling very sexually aroused by these mm, women it was more force feel it was more like the it was more like I'm having fun at this place I never was like aroused there if that makes sense there's no there's, connection it's all about the personality there's, there's older mm. guys there or just younger guys anything I got a feeling of like arousal like they seemed like they were aroused and I just I was not in their shoes W- w- yeah. So you know like, I mean? Would you ever go to an Amsterdam sex club? Like, is that a thing I that you find? Been. Been? I think you've I think, been, I think motherfucker. Been. Of course, you've been to them. I think Daddy's been the the elephant, <laughs> pink elephant one. <laughs> I have visited the red light district. Ah. I've done it. I've I've it's been there. Crazy. It is pretty. It is pretty crazy. That is absolutely out of pocket. Oh my um, god. That was just the weirdest thing ever. I watched a. Oh my goodness! I can't believe I'm bringing this up. You know, I stole this one in the back of the brain a while ago, but I watched. A girl eat a full banana out of another girl's asshole. <laughs> and it's like a chocolate covered banana? You are not no no chocolate, just raw dogged it. Well, just raw dogged. <laughs> I you think are that, not I think that he was referring to a different kind of chocolate. Oh, bro, oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't want to think about that. But uh no, that was a whole different that there's absolutely zero sexuality. You're not None. feeling it at all. It's right. just like it becomes a circus. You know, it's like a circus at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like an asshole circus. I, I told you guys I went there once. I was with a ton of friends I met at a hostel in Amsterdam, and I thought it was gonna be like like a theater, like a regular show. I didn't know they meant like a sex show. I walk in, it's benches, there's waiters walking around with food, and I'm sitting next to like random people and then my friends, and then suddenly two people come out, woman takes a long straight, like 10 feet of beads out of her vagina, just pulls it all out, and then they start fucking, and then guy, people are laughing in the crowd, so the guy on stage who is 
fucking this chick, turns to the crowd and goes, stop fucking laughing, and then keeps pounding. <laughs> and then the curtains... fucking laughed at? Yeah, he laughed, laughed at live. No, he did. The guy did. For yes, people were just laughing because laugh you're just live. seeing people we have can. sex and you're American tourists and you've never seen this. And the guy goes, stop fucking laughing, and just keeps pounding, and the curtains close. It is absolutely crazy. You know, that's another conversation I have too. You know, fucking prostitution is legal over there. And you yeah. know, I'm... I'm, again, I don't run it like that, you know, I don't need to, but, you know, at the same time, if you have a girl and a guy and one either or is willing to offer themselves for sex, you know, that is going to, yeah, exactly, because no. then you can regulate I, it. You it's can the have, oldest you, profession in the book. You have, re, you know, you have regulations, you then have bounces, you know, you have all this kind of stuff, you know, so that way, you know, it eliminates, you know, fucking picking up people on the right. side of the road that's and you can where beat them and shit in your car, you know. And they can't go to the police when they get hurt. And that's where <laughs> I think that the issue, you know, like, that's where I think like the issue rises, the crime that comes with it. Um, I mean, you know, it's even been talked about, like people say like, you know, like legalize all drugs and stuff, um, crime will go down. Like, it's a very hard thing to say because uh it's just kind of like the the act of prostituting and um you know i can't speak on i've never been a prostitute and i've never been with a prostitute so i can't speak on like what people are like actually feeling or like what they're you know like going through on it i'm just saying if i was getting prostituted by like a pimp i can't imagine i would be in like the greatest space but dude in 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 the amsterdam ones these people uh probably prostitutes they rent these boxes these red boxes right from these companies and it's super legit. Everything gets checked. They have to go through a ton. I'm, I know that there's definitely situations where people are being exploited, but, but the majority are free women who decide to do it, and it's very regulated. They pay rent on there. There's rules alongside that. They have to get tested. Like it's way different than somebody on the side of the street in Vegas so, trying to fuck yeah. you. And you got you know you got these giant bounces and stuff that are in yeah, there too. Yeah. So you know you you mistreat the girls or anything. You know you get clipped up. You know it's yeah. not versus the other way around where you know you got to hide it and stuff. Yeah. But again, you know like you say, it's it's a complicated. Did, did you do that or did any of your friends participate? There were a few. Yeah. There were a few. I did not. Because like, there's also I'm not, like I'm these, not that bad. <laughs> there's like these other things. You know, like they're you know they're ultimately called whorehouses, and the, it, it's ultimately like different boxes with different holes of you know female or male body parts. Glory holes. Glory <laughs> holes, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's ultimately what it is, right? And girls will go sit there for four hours and just get fucked. You know, it's like a wall and just get fucked. You know, how how what do you even... No, the thing is... This podcast? Well, it's glory like... Holes. They don't start there and get fucked. Those glory holes. <laughs> but like... Crazy. How do you even go about like, you know, because like at that point, it's just strictly profession, right? Like, you know, if you're a guy who goes and um, puts up like power lines or whatever, like that's like your profession. Like, you know, do you see it as a profession or like, like <laughs> yeah, there's people who because like what happens when like your husband eventually five years later is like, oh, like what's your body count? I mean, here's the thing, you know, I, I think the world's evolved. I think that has turned into mm, OnlyFans, yeah. you know, and now it's, uh, you got that kind of stuff going on. So listen, if someone is willing to pay to see my tits, I would, I would do it. I'm not even going to sit here and cap. If you were willing to pay, if I could earn a hundred grand a year to show off my tits, I would 100% do it. But unfortunately, you know, motherfuckers only want to know how to lose weight and put on weight. No one wants to look at my <laughs> boobs. So is that yeah oh wow but isn't that but the weirdest thing last thing like i took away from amsterdam is when i was walking around my friends in around the red lights district where if you guys have ever been it's windows with like red lights and like literally you can find the hottest women ever mm. and you pay 80 euros and you can you know do everything have with them it's like why are you even there like go well, find yourself a rich man well, why are you a hot ass in the window people it's 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 empowering work to some people it's 
sex work. They like to do it. But the interesting thing was you walk around, you just see like grandmothers with grandkids, families all walking around, and then just random dudes culture. walking in and out. And I saw, I would, I would see this one dude go in, and then like a mile down the road when we were walking around, I would see him going to another one, another one. He would just bounce back and forth into all these different rooms. It's nasty feeling, stuff. He was feeling kinky that night. <laughs> it is nasty stuff. But yeah, you know, like you just said, like that is straight up, you know, like the sex shows and stuff too. Like, you just got to be 18 years and older, I think, and you can you can do it. It's a part of the culture, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that because a lot of people, one thing I've learned, you know, moving to the U.S. too, not a lot of people travel outside of the U.S. who are from here because, you know, you fuckers have got everything. You got snow. You got Mexico right down there. You also got Cali and all the beaches here. Yeah, yeah. You got, you know, East Coast, all that stuff. But, you know, if you're in Europe, you know, everything's small. You know, you're always traveling and shit. You're always going places, so you're learning different cultures and stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a straight up part of part of shit over there. Like you yeah, just yeah. walk through it, and there's you know girls dancing in the window and stuff. And uh, they, you they try to flurry you too. They oh, point yeah. at you. Oh yeah, it's unfair. What's well, nasty? Because <laughs> that's because like that's kind of like what states are, and like the you know in the United States, like you get so many different cultures from all these different states, and then you have like different cultures within each state. Like you have there's a but you don't get like uh, world culture really. You get like tastes of it, mm-hmm. um, especially in like California. Like, you know, there's like districts in California that are just like very predominantly um you know from a certain place 100 but like it's not anywhere close to like it's not like amsterdam yeah where true. that's your backyard yeah. you know yeah totally so different i mean like amsterdam too like you know you can walk in a shop there and you can buy truffles which yeah. you, know, if you don't know what truffles are it's a uh, kind of like a milder version of shrooms but you can trip dicks you can you can just walk around amsterdam tripping dicks and it's cool and you can like they got smoke shops and stuff there they call them coffees um like a coffee shop and you can just pull up in there buy and you walk in you buy a couple joints and shit you know they rock with the spliffs over there i've never been a big spliff guy um but you know and you can just sit there and you watch you just smoke and watch the yeah. soccer like you know it's crazy crazy you, how, how different cultures are you go in you can buy a pack of weed and then they have bongs on the counter that everyone uses and then you can use the crazy bongs while you're watching tv getting coffee like people just walk in there before work read the paper smoke a joint get their coffee and leave my god we need yeah. to go to amsterdam sounds like we gotta a, go as a team bro yeah, that'd be sick that sounds like kai's yeah. fucking dude i don't think i would survive amsterdam no it kyle, kyle so will be asleep fun. by it'd fucking be, 8 a.m it'd be sick like you know like what Swagboy Q and like Tommy Um will do where they like do interview the people in public, yeah, yeah, doing that at the red light district. Like, so are you married? How dumb bad are you? We just you, saw you walk out of you four different clubs. Ass kicked if you're filming there, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't play over there, too. Yeah, they, they, they don't play with it because police are making sure that people aren't like fucking yeah, up with the prostitutes. You, you can't get caught like filming and stuff, they don't like it in the red district. It is no, very crazy how all. different it is, very crazy how different like police get mad here if you're fucking with prostitutes. And police also get mad there if you're fucking with prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two completely different yeah. types of fucking. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah, we, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't intervene. Prostitutes. I didn't. I didn't need like the the super bad guys, like the down bad dudes. Dude, yeah. they just want to They don't want to get seen on TikTok to like. Uh, you'd be like, yeah, we don't have any followers. Can I, we just interview I you? I think that there's a reason why you haven't seen that many TikToks from the red light district. Um, uh, I don't. I don't have yeah, red yeah, light. Yeah. Fucking FYP, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, FYP. like it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you would get red light FYP if if it was being filmed. Yeah, um, probably. All right, let's bring you to a last story. I want to hear about this. You almost got uh, kidnapped in Mexico. Yeah, so uh, Mexico. You know, I've been going there for the last few years. Um, it's a great time. You know, legal ages to drink is 18, but that's not the main reason we go there. Um, you know, just <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the best. It, it is up there. You know, it is up there. That alongside, you know, like beautiful beaches and good food and stuff. But you know, it's one of those. So I've been going to Cabo for a little bit. Um, and you know, it really is just you know they got their one dollar bars there. Um, the locals are fucking 
awesome. Um, I've met a couple of homies that work at Mango Deck. Um, and I go out and stuff with them now when we go there. And it's like, I can barely, you know, I can't understand Spanish when I'm sober. But, you know, give me a couple of beers. I can speak fluent Spanish, you know. And it's like. What the fuck is up that about? Because this kid started speaking Spanish to a taco uh, stand lady she when he was wasted. Spanish was great. No, I can't actually speak Spanish. I just get so drunk. Like, it's like, which one is, what is he speaking? You know, it right. could be Spanish, it could be English, it could be anything. There's, there's a Spanglish. whole movie about it. So, um, but no, nah, it's crazy because I can actually understand them more. I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but mm. I just get a bit of feel for things. I don't know. Um, and, you know, I went out one night um, again, you know, I had a couple of friends. We went out to the club um, and it gets live there till like two, three, four in the morning. Um, it goes to like five or six, but, you know, yeah, you're yeah. a lunatic if you're staying out till 6 a.m. You know, it's not... It's not that deep. You don't need to go to club that long. You know, all you're doing is fist bumping anyway. You can't hear what the motherfucking next to you saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just fist bumps for hours on end, on end. Um, and so, you know, it came like two o'clock and, you know, I ended up, I don't know why. Cabo is actually, it's a pretty safe place. I got the military there. Um, the cartel, to my understanding, you know, the locals told me is that they run it though. They they do their shit. Um, for Cabo's the in the top five most murderous cities in the entire world. Yeah, but only if you're not, you know, only if you're not paying attention. Okay, and but you, Cabo's uh, not that big. Like, like you might have been been a little bit safer. Cabo's very. Ah, well, where the tourists, you know, tourists goes, I think it's fine. You know, I've only had like the police try and shake my pockets once. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it was one time, and it's just because I was, you know, drunk, head down, and you know, an easy target. You know, it's right, natural selection. Right, my right. fault. My fault. Yeah, right. true. Um, yeah. If you if you keep your wits about you, it's definitely safer. Yeah, but I mean, but I was very you know, dangerous. I was, I was keeping to myself, but they just saw. You know, I just made an easy target. I shouldn't. Have done that um but you know i'm just i end up that you know that location where all the clubs and stuff are it's very like you say it's very small that place is uh, it's not too dangerous you know military everything right. um, you know worst case scenario is you're gonna get a uh, you're gonna get pickpocketed you know or they're gonna take your money you probably won't get killed there um and so i end up you know it comes along to like two three in the morning we're gonna winding winding down and uh, i start wandering down one of these back alleys you oh know like it's, it's yeah it gets dark very yeah, quickly yeah. you know like i say there it's bright a lot's going on and i wind down this back alley where they got no lights and nothing there's no people and like i don't even know you know i was uh you know the liquor was doing its thing it was taking me on a journey and i look up and i was just like where am i you know next thing i know is uh like i'm outside this motel and um these fools like there's like a group of eight of them they look at me and they're like, hola, amigo, amigo. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I just start shitting it because there's no lights. There's no nothing. It's just a dark alley. Yeah. And it's like yeah. eight. And I'm like, I'm way too drunk. Like, I'm like, this is when I was also like skinny fat, like little blonde head kid. Like, I would I would beat me up if I saw me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. take all my shit. Like, you know, that's why I, I knew this. And so I just, you know, I put on the jets and I start running. And these fools start chasing me. Oh, and shit. Like, and they're like, amigo, amigo. And I'm like, dude, like, stop. I'm like, this is terrifying. You definitely don't want to be friends with the person if you're running after them saying, amigo, amigo. Like, bro, I'm literally, like, I'm freaking out. I have no idea where I am. Like, yeah, cause, yeah. you know, I know Carver, but, but like, I don't know where I was. A couple back alleys, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, if you for those who's probably going to think I was looking for coke, I wasn't. I don't do cocaine. But I posted a TikTok once and everyone was like, oh, so you were just looking for blow and got kidnapped. No, yeah. that's not what happened. But, uh, it's like you know, heroin. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing, but uh, it is what it is. And he so I'm running. He was selling coke. Probably, you know, <laughs> it's one of those, you know, crypto. Before that, it was coke. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, so, you know, these fools, they catch me, you know, like I said, I'm skinny fat. They catch me within three seconds. Wow. And so I'm like, nice. I'm like, what do we do now? And, you know, they're trying to talk to me and they're like, calm down, calm down. I'm like, oh, I'm not fucking calming down here, my brother. And they start telling me that they're the cartel. And uh, I'm now like, no, nah, I'm really freaking out. I'm like, there's no one near me. Like, it's just like cartels on my ass. I'm like, this is not a great look, you know? Yeah. I didn't think that this is how I was going to go out, you know, for sure. Like liver damage or something, but, you know, not, <laughs> not by the fucking cartel. 
And so they put me in this car and like they put me in the middle seat. They put you in the car? Yeah, bro, they put me in a whip. And I'm sitting middle seat in the back. And they ah, got they got one fool on either side of me, fuck. a driver and a fool in the passenger seat, all of them speaking Spanish, and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like How do they get you in? Do they like force you in or nah they but like what, grab this ass. Yeah, what what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah, eight yeah, of them yeah. there, it's like I'm like I'm seeing doubles, so it looks like there's sixteen of them and it's like <laughs> I'm not you know, I'm not gonna fight them like so I'm just like, all right, so, you know, we'll run it. And I'm not, they told me that the card sell too. So what do I do? You know, like I just say, oh, bullshit, <laughs> like prove it. And then I get capped in the head. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, you know, so they sent me down and this is what scared me is they let me just rock with my phone. So I started texting my homie. I sent him my location. I was like, yo, my brother, like, come get me now. Like I'm. You didn't have like a guy looking over your shoulder. Like, what are you That's doing? so. No, so this is what what I believed. So and I'm even like I texted. Uh, I texted my mom and I was like, you know, like this is uh, this is not so great the situation I'm in right now because I didn't know if I was gonna make it straight up. What? Were um, your parents in Mexico with you? Yeah, they were staying. They, they were at the resort, obviously. You know, they just go there for the beaches and stuff. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a night owl in Mexico. I you bet, know, your, come I bet your parents were shitting themselves. No, and the next day, so because like, I didn't tell them, obviously, what happened. I was just like, you know, I, I was just like, this is a shitty, I'm in a shitty situation right now. You know, they're obviously sleeping at this time, too. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so, you know, these fools... And now I'm thinking, all right, the cartel is notorious for just chopping motherfuckers' heads off in uh, the right. desert. And I'm like, they're just not even putting a bag on my head or anything because they don't care where, you know, they don't care if I see where we go because they're just going to cut my head off. Yeah. So I was like, I genuinely thought, like, my head was going to come off my shoulders. Are they driving? The head. Yeah, they're driving me around. And wow. so, like, I'm looking at the maps, too, and we're just going further and further away from town. And I'm just like... I really didn't think it was going to end this way, you know? I, I, I really didn't think it was going to end this way. And, you know, I kind of just like, I'm just like sitting there. Um, and I guess we made a U-turn and we pull up like a couple streets back from the main street. And I see my boy standing there talking to some fool who was one of their homies. Um, and he slips them some bread and they come, they open the door, they let my ass get out. And uh, I just walk to them and like, I'm still like, I'm in shock. Like yeah, I don't yeah. say anything until we get back to the hotel. And I'm just like, you know, and he didn't, he didn't ask or anything. And I was just like, Dude, oh my god. I was like, these fools told me they were the cartel. Like I thought I was gonna die. I don't think they were the cartel. Cause I I well, they probably say that to tourists, you know, maybe. Right? Yeah, you know, but it's yeah. like do you, know what, do you know what kind of whip you were in? Dude, like a Corolla, you know, the yeah. standard. Uh, I I they just But so but they still I mean I mean there's still guys that I mean it's a perfect uh, it's a perfect uh business model, right? Awful. Because the thing is you pick up pick up kids, uh you let them use their phone. Uh, their friends come and find them, and then you make money off of. People. Oh, great! How, how did their boy know where your friend was, dude? So I have no idea. I literally, I just remember pulling up, and because I don't know if my homie was asking, you know, yeah, he's yeah. like, "Where's this?" You know, you can kind of see it's like, oh, there's one motherfucker, same similar age, like panting around, like looking for my ass type yeah. shit. Um, so I don't know, but now when I shared my location shit, that did absolutely nothing. It didn't do anything. They just pulled up, you know, and he was there, and I didn't fucking ask any questions. I was just happy that I didn't get. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. I was happy I didn't get fucking molested by the cartel <laughs> and so these fools you know just end up getting back to the hotel and uh you know the next day i fucking uh i had to like explain myself because i had texted my parents i was just like yeah you know not not the not my proudest moment you know mm -hmm. but uh, we've come a long way since then but you know that was absolutely terrifying uh i've been back since you know still a great place you know mm -hmm. like i say it's just same thing in south africa you know if you're not looking for shit like i shouldn't have been down there you know that's mm -hmm. my smart and it's being dumb you know you go to the club you go straight back to the hotel you know there's no point to be fucking around at three four in the morning on the streets of mexico you know um so that's you know it was a good life lesson and i'm yeah. glad i'm not glad it happened but like i'll never be pulling any dumb shit like that again like yeah you know, these fools go to vegas and stuff when they're 25 and they you know they die and this and that like i'm i already had mine i'm good yeah. so like i can now you know i can yeah. celebrate you know it's happened it's in it's out 
But uh, yeah, probably one of the most down bad moments I've ever been in, yeah, that in my life. That sounds fucking horrendous. Yeah. yeah in my life. So yeah, you know, still go back. It's still a great time, but uh, we'll never be running that shit again. Again, just a word of advice, you know, stay where people are. Don't mm-hmm. fucking Stay with your friends. No, yeah, your friends. no need no need to be. I don't even know who my friends were because we were all in the club together. Again, I was just, you know, being ignorant and just wandered off. You yeah. know, you got to remember, it's not the US, you know, it's not... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Amsterdam, guys. We're gonna go to Amsterdam. Amsterdam is what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. they're a little more gentle over there. You know, same thing though. They'll snatch your pocket. You know, it is what it is. They target tourists, bro. The gypsies are all over there. You know, Mm -hmm. almost had to clap one when I was there. They tried to take my fucking money, but I had my you know I had my thumb in my pocket. I just always keep it like that, and you can feel them. Then you know if they're trying to pickpocket you. And they'll be on the subways, you yeah. know, all the trains and stuff there. It is crazy. It is it's nuts. Crazy. You know? They'll wrap a newspaper I around you. Yeah. I get taken of everything It I've is had. crazy, bro. <laughs> well, no, no, dude, the worst is you like the you, foreigners. Chris like, would lose his shit before it even, it even had the ability to get stolen. Sorry, but no, I dude, lost Chris, earlier today. The, wor- the worst is there's crazy. people who come from overseas in Europe, and they're on the steps of all like the major like tourist sites, and they'll come up to you, try to give you like jewelry for free, and then ask you for money. Chris, I feel like Chris is just giving like the that, wallet, I'm not, everything. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a chump. I'm just saying like I'm really forgetful, but I'm not. I'm not a, like an easy bitch on selling shit. Now nah, they'll they'll come up to you and they'll be like, oh, brace it, brace it, put it on you, you know, and you're like, oh, what the fuck, and then they're like, pay me. Yeah, April Fools. What the fuck is exactly, that? Exactly, it's fucked up. Um, but yeah, guys, that was a banger episode. Really we just went episode. through a ton of shit. Money. Yeah, let's go, episode. guys. All of Josh's links are gonna be linked down below. Thank you for listening. If you haven't left a review yet, go leave it on our podcast. Thanks for coming on, bro. You do come over all the time anyway, so yeah, this is gonna happen. Watch, watch for us in this kid's vlogs because we, uh, one of one of our editors is also his editor now. So that's um, true. So yeah, he's been uh, Ethan's the been boy. passed around like a little hoe um, between between our two our two groups. But yeah, check for us in his fucking vlogs and shit. Um, we yeah. got a lot of content collaborations coming up and everything, so it's been good. Let's do it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace All out, guys. Peace. Down below. Uh, listen to us on our podcast on Spotify. That's the last thing. And go DM Kyle and tell him to go fuck himself. Yes, sir. <laughs> fuck podcast, Kyle. <laughs> Woo!